Okay. I'd say you lead the way because I have a pretty relatively good organic amount of knowledge about the deep ocean anyways. Okay. Um, so I don't mind if you want to do holes too, though. If you want to do like holes. I'll then throw in some play. holes. I'll throw in some holes every now and then. I've got a hole on there that's in the ocean. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll find a way. Find a way. That might be the opener right there. That's fucking great. <laughs> So uh, just to to to, um, <laughs> to uh, piggyback on that statement, uh, we're Dylan and Joe. Uh, we're back again for another week of the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Oh my God, we're back again! And uh, that was Joe. And Joe, what uh, what episode are we on today? Like what number? Oh boy, you think I'd be better at this by now instead of waiting till the, the well. Moment seeing that last week podcast. was fifty four. Oh, yes. Thank you. This 55. week should 55. be 55. Do you guys, any of our listeners remember what Shifty 5 is from? I don't know, but I bet we won't get copyrighted if we put that clip in right now. Yeah, I bet we will. But it's but it's been over. It's been 15 years since 55. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. So maybe it's older than a lot of movies. Well, I was gonna say that makes no sense because if we play a Led Zeppelin song right now that is 35 years old, we uh, or sorry, 45. Yeah, but it's older than YouTube. 55 came out before YouTube existed. Yeah, so it's Stairway to Heaven, dude. But we get copyrighted when we get that too. So (laughs) no, it's because I don't think they sold an album that they're gonna have their uh, Universal or Columbia Records, you know, copyright strike us. We get in trouble when we use, you know, artists that have like litigious, powerful corporations behind them. But I'm pretty sure there's 55 guys, which if you won't be mistaken, are the same guys who did The End of Z World. Same group. Come on, girl, when you add 5 plus 5. Come on, girl, 55, do that 55. Come on, girl, come on, girl, shake your butt, you ex. 55, 55, now let's do this. Yeah, litigious corporations that are, uh, sorry, Litigious bands that are backed by corporations such as Alice and Chains with their one <laughs> hit down in a hole, which brings me to our recently discovered topic for today's podcast. This guy's a professional. <laughs> not holes. Today's episode is not about holes. It's about the deep ocean. And every I now and it then it can be about both into, into I was gonna say every deep. now and then we're throwing in a hole yeah that's how the dylan joe podcast is going down today it's gonna be about the deep ocean and then when we can we're gonna throw a hole we're gonna throw in a hole that's all yeah man you'll figure it out as you go the title it should be called the deep because this holes that are deep the ocean's deep it's just going down as far as you can go until there's no way but up yeah and speaking of holes uh i was uh and we were speaking of holes well we're throwing in hole we gotta throw i said we're throwing in holes whenever we can so right now I'm throwing a hole in. I was at the urologist a couple of days ago and um, no big deal. I've been um, having an issue for over a decade. 
And, um, and uh, it was the first time where he was like, well, you know, we can scope it and um, we'll probably find some inflammation in there. And I was like, which way is he going to scope it? Uh, Front way? Well, it was it was just a threat. It wasn't oh, he was, he was threatening you. He was threatening to put a scope in my wiener. The front way? Oh, good. Oh, Lord. yeah. In the wiener. Oh, man. I'd be like, I'll just die. That's fine. I was like, yeah, I'm good, man. This the pain I've been in for a decade. That's, is like yeah. really infrequent and not a problem. I just like my doctor told me to follow up on. It. He's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, oh my yeah, God. all right, cool. So we're I'm not doing that. Um, that sounds completely pointless, and I'll just be in pain for the rest of my life. And I'd rather, <laughs> <laughs> I bet that like ninety five percent of men would rather be in pain for ten years than have that done to them. It's yeah. just, it's like a, a thousand cuts or cut my arm off. I'm like, I'll just take a thousand cuts. It's fine. It, exactly. It'll I'm be not... painful and long, but um you know, actually painful and long kind of apt for the story you're telling. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, you just, you don't, you don't want anything like that to be going in, in your front hole. It's oh, not, I think it's supposed to go out, not in. not in, not good. And before we get into other things, I was also doing a lot of research today into holes um, in the world. A lot of them include the deep ocean for sure. Yeah. But um, one of them that comes from the deep ocean, it was a medical mystery thing or like, Hey, you're an ER doc. What's some of the craziest shit that you've seen? One of the guys was like, I was a doctor on an oil rig in the middle of the ocean. That's guess evil. what their guess what their one of their number one problems is with with men in on oil rigs in the middle of the ocean, since we're talking ocean and holes. Scurvy. It is 2022, so scurvy is a little less of a thing, just because they're getting their. You know, well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to shit on your point here. If I actually I guess, it'll be less interesting. Please tell no, me. No, I, I feel like you might not guess this one, but you might. So I want to give it give it a shot. What do you think okay. that this uh, ER, this doctor on a oil rig sees commonly with people who have excuses uh, about uh, what's going? Uh, rectal uh, alien objects in their rectum. Yes. <laughs> so like any er doctor like <laughs> yeah. no this isn't, this the isn't just go, the deep people ocean. are st- shoving shit up their ass and they're bored it's just what's going on i don't know what leads to that but that's exactly it he's like yeah just some guy fell on a soy sauce bottle and um <laughs> a lot of falling down with exact precision <laughs> yeah in the ocean you know this bottle of soy sauce stuck up some guy's ass and he came in saying yeah i slept and fell <laughs> <laughs> it slipped. It was a slippery kitchen. Yeah, no, it always just slipped and fell. People, people slip and fall, and an entire light bulb goes up their ass big way first. You're like, whoops, that's a big slip. Yeah. yeah In fact, wow. that must have taken about two minutes to slip that that far. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you frequently walk around your uh um your cup, you know, your like cabinet with all your light bulbs in it yeah, naked? Yeah. And I walk fall? around ass first, <laughs> lubed up, pre-lubed for yeah, a slip. Exactly. Yeah. You have a vaseline covered light bulb in your asshole. <laughs> Well, I cover all my light bulbs in Vaseline for easy retrieval. For, yeah, for uh, it helps them last longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like it's the brilliant. way the light. I like the way the light looks through the Vaseline when it's put when it's soft on. Glow. And it's yeah, it adds this layer of like realism that uh, new LEDs don't have. So I like, take an old bulb, some Vaseline yeah, on it, incandescent right up. My throw head. it in the old light bulb. You know, throw it in the chandelier there and just just like the look at it. I have and a chandale yeah. up my rear head. Yeah, then I fell on it. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. It's like, you're right. I wouldn't. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's I, I crazy. That just, it, what is that? Is it just boredom meets sexual frustration? I think it's like, dude. I, I was thinking about it. I think it's dudes who are sitting, who are out there for six months. They jack off every day. And just like we've thought before, it's that. just never enough. At a certain point, they're like trying new shit. They're banging their mattress. They're doing whatever. Then like, you know what? Maybe if it puts it on my ass, then jack off. It'll feel better. Right. Probably. I'm, I, I guess I'm, I, I'm probably because... being quite realistic about this. And, yeah. and then it does. And then all of a sudden the fucking fingers not enough and then the soy sauce bottle isn't enough and then the light bulbs not enough yeah and then the, the dragon truly yeah they're like just chasing yeah you exactly never have first high you know yep that's it people and then just, one day you're checking into the uh the first officer on the oil rig the medical clinician and says how did you find an entire drill bit of, of an oil rig up your ass <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like deep water horizons drilling mechanic is up your asshole yeah like we'll get that, into that but that's a pretty like deep how did drill. you get that in your room like that's insane i mean if they're gonna <laughs> well, do, I jumped they off use of the, the other arrogant ass first and i slipped <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly just going for a swim off the uh, oil rig yeah, wouldn't believe what I, I, I like, you wouldn't believe what was in the water and fell up my, went through my yeah <laughs> my pants fell off midair then Oops. i fell right onto the end of the drill bit that goes into the drill i think they call that the um what do they call the thing that you spin to tighten the drill it's like a chalk or a uh, you know more than me. fucking sounds like some, probably like it's something fucking weird anyways it's yeah, anyways. just falling away from me but yeah anyways uh enough about falling oceans and holes from me <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's what we're talking about today the deep whether it's holes or the ocean uh mostly the, the ocean it goes deep in the earth uh, it's a big planet and it's so easy for us to look up in the sky and see how far it is and into outer space and how far that is it's infinite really but even just on this planet if you look down you can keep digging or keep swimming and that shit goes for a long long way and you get really deep in there i mean real deep in there real deep yep you can get real deep hell yeah yeah so let's uh Let's uh, step ladder our way down um, into the ocean. Why don't, you, why don't we start with that, Joe? Sure thing. Let's take a dip. What's going on. So I figured I'd take us on a little journey of our uh, our magical submarine we're on today. And uh, this submarine works at any pressure because every single one of these devices we're going to talk about today, not we're not talking about devices, but each layer of the ocean, you need a different kind of vehicle to go in. I mean, even military submarines are not equipped to go to the deepest parts of the ocean. It's very specifically built to do each of these things. But we're lucky. We have a magical one on the, on the DJBP. DJBP was one of the engineers. He's coming along with us on the ride. He's actually made out of the same materials as a deep water submarine. So he can do fine. anything. Yeah. He'll be fine. He's Space, deep water, fire, nothing that guy can't do. <laughs> exactly. You can do anything. So the first layer of the ocean you get into is the part that every single thing you know about the ocean, basically, is that. It's the first 200 meters, so 600 feet, is basically everything that you and I think about the ocean. That's where it happens. And it's usually only a, a hundred or so miles off the coast. So even though the ocean is making up most of the entire planet, every part of it we think about is like just the little edge part, just a little shallow. If the ocean was a swimming pool, we're all hanging out in the shallow end all day long. No one gets off the diving board and goes into the real deep parts of it because the deeper you get, the harder it is to survive, the less light there is, and the less food there is, and that's it. You're basically like in the equivalent of Mars at some point. There's no food, 
there's so much, you know, things that will destroy you. You why would you even live there? That's where we start. On the edge. They call that the epilegic zone, or I don't even want to epilepelagic zone, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, but eighty percent of all life in the ocean exists there. So, like I said, everything you can think of: sharks, dolphins, octopi, pufferfish, oil rig workers, oil rig workers. They all live right there, the very top layer, the very top. Oil rig worker doctors as well. Yep. Well, I mean, they're not always in there, and they probably aren't ever in there, but they're as close to it as you can get if you fall on a drill bit. Exactly right. And you have to go miles and miles out from the coastline to even get any deeper than that. It's what they call the continental shelf is a giant section of the ocean that's near all the edges of every continent on Earth, where even if you go out way, way, way out there, go straight down, you'll be like, this is, you know, 100 feet, 110 feet deep down here. This is like the bottom of the ocean, not even close. You're on the first step of the swimming pool that is the ocean. And that's where like all the action is going on, all the coral, starfish, eels, all kinds of crazy shit. Whale sharks, they're all right there. Even whales survive it, mostly towards the shores. That's where all the food's at. You got to eat. Yeah. And that's why they call it the continental breakfast. That's hotels. exactly why they so call it That's where all that. the food's at. Mm-hmm. They the named it at. after the continental, continental shelf. shelf. Yeah. yeah. yeah the especially the yeah, eels and stuff. I think the first continental breakfast was eel at a, uh, air, at a uh, hotel. Air, yeah. Um, yeah, Ben breakfasts don't and have eel continental B&B. breakfasts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. So if you cross that over, you get to the edge of the continental shelf, miles and miles out. That's when you really get into the deep ocean. When you go down to the depth of a thousand meters, aka three thousand feet, and they call that section the twilight zone, which I think is awesome. Also known as the bathypelagic zone. Or I'm still in the, I'm still in the mesophilagic zone. The twilight. Oh, you said zone. a thousand meters. Yeah. The mesophilagic ends at a thousand. Starts oh, so, at two hundred okay, meters so and ends at a thousand. That's the that's the bottom of it. Yeah, the, the absolute bottom of the meso mesopelagic layer is thirty three hundred feet. I wrote down the floor of each zone, not the. That's why you've got me here? Yeah, the floor of the epilay, whatever the fuck is. 600 twilight feet. zone uh, we're gonna call it by the cool name i oh, think oh wait 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 the it's first layer the first layer is called the twilight zone yes okay all right so the twilight zone and then the danger zone which there's a highway to we're well aware of and today top gun did come out today so right mavericks maverick uh yep old fighter pilot um and so we got the twilight zone the danger zone and then okay you continue on just making sure I'm being the old uh, student who tells Thank the teacher. Yeah, who, no, um, I'll stop here at the twilight zone because I think this is like one of the most interesting parts of, of the whole deep. That's when you get away from the light of the sun, which is what basically fuels all of life in the ocean. All life in the ocean is basically working on plankton and plankton. A lot of them, mostly all of them, they are basically plant in the water. They absorb the sun's rays. They use the same processes as plants do in order to photosynthesize and make energy in their own bodies. Little tiny little animals like krill and things eat those. Then bigger fish eat them. Then bigger fish eat them. That's the whole food chain. But the farther you go into the deep of the ocean, there's no sunlight. 
So there's no energy to make those plankton be able to survive. And then you have to be more and more specialized as you go down because you can't eat plankton. There's no light. You can't see anything. If you're going to eat fish that don't eat plankton, a lot of the fish just go to the top to eat them. That's that. So, as so you what I know, twilight zone. Sorry, God. what I know after that zone, when it gets dark, which is the um, end of the danger zone at 3,300 feet, it starts, there starts to be like no sunlight. It's like black is black. Um, yeah. No plankton, no things that can have photosynthesis and whatever you start to get um, like cells. So like dead cells is the only thing that gets to that point. So you have like yes, dead shit. Yes, exactly it's right. Crazy. They call that the marine snow, I found marine out. Marine snow. And all, all that is, is like the second layer of eating. So yeah, we, we get beyond yeah. the eating the plankton and the real food chain shit. All you are is like the bottom of the barrel. And they call it marine snow, but it's basically flakes of dead things and shit and mm-hmm. whatever else falls through, like bones and shit that falls through. And then the entire ecosystem is based on looking up and waiting for it to all fall down and eat it. And that's what starts to happen in the twilight zone. In the twilight zone, where you start to get animals that have bioluminescence and all kinds of the creepy, weird fish of the deep that, um, that you're used so to. So fun. See. Yeah. But you're not getting whale sperm down there from a sperm whale. That floats. No, yeah, they go even deeper than that. No, but their sperm floats to the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it needs to it needs to see the light, the yeah. light of the day. yeah people gotta see what's up um yeah fascinating stuff did you want to get into some of the animals that might exist there or do you want to get into more on uh, a hole um yeah we'll, we'll get into some animals I'll, I'll throw in the holes when i can you know it's okay it does uh it does all remind me a little bit about um about one of the biggest holes in the world. Um, and it, it, it doesn't quite go down into it's, it's, you know, it's actually a perfect fit for this. Cause it, it, uh, it's right about at the end of the danger zone. So we're about at almost a thousand meters and, uh, it's one of my favorite holes, um, at, uh, 633 feet. It's called Dean's blue hole. Dean's blue hole. Yeah, so it starts, uh, you know, up top there, and then there's just a giant hole in the ocean that is a diameter of like a school bus. Really, like, it's that it's a, small? Yeah, it's that the diameter. diameter. Is really small, yeah. That diameter is that small, yeah, and it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. So, um, and it's in. It says Clarence Town, Long Island. So that makes it's me in Long Island. So what I'm thinking here is that maybe it's like Australia or something, because I have yet to be like people from Long Island be like, you know what? One thing you don't know about Long Island is that uh, we have Dean's Blue Hole, and <laughs> and uh, you know you should totally go there. It's really popular, you know, um, snorkeling. It's in the Bahamas. Okay, exactly. Because yeah, I wasn't thinking this was like a bunch of Long Island people talking yeah, about I mean, the coffee and they're going down a Long Island Dean's Blue fucking hole, you know, like yeah. not getting that. So um, it's important to know this, though, since we're talking about the ocean, that Dean's Blue Hole is not just some dude's blue hole. It's not just um, any blue hole. It's not just any blue hole, but there are black holes and there are blue holes. Right. A black hole is in space. And we talked about that on the last episode. We did. A blue hole is literally a hole with filled with water. 
And uh, the entry point is beneath the surface. So you get to the surface of the floor of the ocean at that point. Mm-hmm. And there's just a giant fucking hole. And um, this one goes down 663 feet. And uh, yeah, it's a great attraction for diving and snorkeling. And the water is very clear. Down there? I can't imagine. No, no one's diving down 600 feet. That's not happening. Like, yeah, I mean, the world fucking... record scuba dive we've already passed on our journey, which is uh, which is 380 meters. So that's uh, a little over a thousand feet, which is but that, that's not with a scuba wetsuit. That's with like a professional diving equipment. The fucking tank suits like Bioshock kind of shit. That's the deepest dive in human history. So <laughs> if you're in Dean's Blue Hole. There's no way you're getting even halfway down that thing without getting crushed to death and so, nitrogen poisoning. Did you know? That in an astonishing record that was created in 2010, a man named William Trubidge set the re- two records on the same day. The first one, he reached a depth of 302 feet without using any fins. Holy and in the crap. second one, he dived to 331 feet in a single breath. So he was one of those extreme divers. Yeah. yeah take the, one uh, deep breath and they can they can hold their breath for up diving. to 14 minutes. 14, yeah, free divers for 14 minutes. Um, it's fucking crazy and he only he didn't use any fins no fucking tank no nothing i don't understand i mean imagine holding your breath for five minutes without moving with your eyes closed that's very hard to do and then do it for 14 minutes going deep and deep and you knowing that if you don't get up you will die so every breath you take every move you make (laughs) i'll be watching you but also you have to go back up the other way yeah, you can't just go down. Six, I can't even run 600 feet. I mean, that's crazy. He yeah. and then he gets to tell everybody that, oh yeah, I, this is this is how deep I can dive. Uh, I can dive half of the depth of Dean's Blue Hole. Everyone would just start shitting their pants. They go, "What Dean's Blue Hole? You did half of that?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." So and, and basically, yeah. he did. He did. He swam the full distance of Dean's Blue Hole because mm. he had to swim back up. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking crazy. What a it's beast. really crazy. So yeah, so that that gives us you know mixture of the twilight zone and the danger zone, yeah. In Dean's Blue Hole, so now we keep moving down. Let's keep That's going around our area there. Well, I thought we talked about a couple of animals that that live at, at that depth as we reach the uh, past the danger zone. There, there's some creepy ass shit down there, man. One of them is the uh, I don't know if you ever heard this thing, the sarcastic fringe head. You know, it doesn't really. And about. no, that's not the internet's nickname for me. Okay. <laughs> I already hear you chattering out there. You gotta see a picture of this thing. It's a fish that's mouth opens up like the predator, and it's its oh, entire mouth that. opens up like this, and it swallows the shit up and grabs it. It's a big old fish. I'll, I'll put the picture up for the podcast. But I was looking at some of these creepy fish that as you get into the next zone, past the danger zone, which is the the midnight zone. The midnight zone is built beneath a thousand meters, aka three thousand feet, Damn. like Dylan was saying. And that's when all light ceases to break through. So everything is pitch black. You have to bring a flashlight with you, or there will be no light, no matter what time of night or day it is. And at that depth, all these animals have to be super specialized just to live there. Mm-hmm. They really couldn't live anywhere else. And because of that. A lot of them have adaptations in their digestive tract and their mouth that make it so that they can take every single speck of food that ever comes across them and utilize it and save it forever, which usually ends up being really fucking scary looking, sharp ass teeth and a hundred rows of it. 
Because when you take a bite out of your prey and you haven't seen prey in a month, you better hope it didn't get away. So all the bites that they make are made to latch on like a row of razors that are barbed. So as soon as you get them, you know, they're yours for life. And I think the sarcastic fringe head is no exception. When that mouth opens up with a rows of sharp teeth and it grabs you in, you're not going anywhere. And if you are, it's going to get some pieces of you to survive for at least a little bit longer. If it can. Yeah, unreal. Same goes with a viper fish, which is basically a long-ass snake with a similar mouth. And the way that its body is made up of, it's actually built to push only forward so that when it tastes them in its mouth, it uses its whole body inside and out to gulp it down more and more like a fish or not like a fish, like a snake, but there's no resistance backwards as you're all in the water. So this thing gets a gulp of something and it can only go, it can't back off. It can only swallow more and more. So I imagine some of them just die halfway through, but you have to imagine if you never eat any food, you want it to only go backwards. So all its teeth are built in like that too, where it just, oh, yeah, it's like a yeah, yeah. Chinese finger trap of a mouth. And its wow. whole body is one long finger trap. So once you get in there, you can only go in. It starts to digest you. It reminds me of uh, one of the the uh, the traps. It's like one of the worst. It comes across. I fucking hate this movie. I hate all of them actually. Mm, um, how'd you know? When the yeah. lady sticks her arm up in the thing and it yes. goes up, but she can't bring it back down because the 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 blades are. It's exactly oh, one like way. That. Yeah. Yep. God, that's, that's the such, worst. That's such Dude, a that good seems. Fuck that movie. And that that scene that was in like Saw two or three I don't I don't know why I yeah. saw it but I hated it so much it's the worst movie ever but yeah that's how the um, mouths of a lot of these fish work because you're never gonna get food again so every food that comes in has to stay there so all these adaptations are made for like just shredding it and just keeping it inside you you can't just lose the battle and have it get away and a lot of them there's not a lot of fighting going on at this death it's either you're gonna eat it or it's gonna eat you there's no like scuffles it's either your prey or your predator so if you're gonna put your mouth open. You might as well swallow. And I've never said that before to anybody. <laughs> yeah, no. I was just thinking about uh, the song Something in the Way by Nirvana. Is like, fish don't have any feelings. Oh, you can eat fish because... No, it's okay to fish. eat fish because they don't have any feelings. Yeah, but I was just thinking of some of those fish... What are they... What is the deal? Like, being alive as a fish in that, that layer, you know? I mean, it, it, we can't even understand what that's just like, like at a all. Small, simply programmed organism that just you, they shits. have no thoughts, right? Yeah. As yeah. as we understand thoughts, like they just exist to do yeah. one thing. They're almost like yeah, like it's like a program or like a robot. Like they just you are programmed to do this, and they just do that Weird. all the time, every day. And if they that's you a get shit bored, place they all to go. themselves. Yeah, that's a real shit place to go to. You end up that fish. It fucking sucks. Um, yeah that's not it's no good but yeah this death is is the most exciting for all the animals we have including uh one of the most exciting animals the deep which is also used to be a mythical we used we brought it up in our one of our episodes about uh kong versus godzilla which is these mythical beasts that are gigantic that turned out to be real which is the giant squid which was a myth for centuries and people had Sailors had told tales of this squid that's, you know, the size of a school bus and it really exists and yada, yada, yada. And people are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. This big squid whatever. But we now have conclusive proof of it. And this is the area of the ocean where the giant squid does uh, dwell, which is the midnight zone. And also is the habitat 
of the deepest diving mammal on the planet, which is the sperm whale. Known to hunt wow. giant squid. Unbelievable. Man, what I a cool thing. A the giant squid is is one of the coolest things. So imagine for some reason you're down there and then you see that shadow in the distance of a giant squid. How how unbelievably terrifying that would be. This thing is just there to kill. You know, It like, is the definition of a sea monster. It's what the sea mm-hmm. monsters are. It dwells beneath. That's what it is. Yeah. Fucking giant squid. It's real. Yeah, yeah. 20,000 leaves under the sea. It's the greatest opponent they face besides all of society. But... Um, Mm-hmm. You have to see the movie to know the movie. Besides but... all of society, yeah, the greatest woman they faced is society itself. Society itself, space problem. But the second biggest thing, which is which says a lot, <laughs> is the giant squid. So, um, yeah. pretty incredible, pretty scary, pretty, uh, and they're wildly intelligent, just incredible. So, yeah. So, uh, so something you mentioned, uh, you didn't mention. That's so you're looking at uh, basic. We're in our heads. We're looking at a layers of the ocean. I don't yeah. know what bird is this your bird or my bird? I don't have a bird. It's coming from outside of your window that's still open. I don't know if it's coming from your window or my window, but there's definitely birds. Oh, my windows on. are closed. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. Um so uh that you didn't mention, um, because we're talking about the ocean, might as well bring it up. So Please. so for our listeners, we're we're really breaking down the ocean in layers. If you had this picture in front of you, you would see like a, yeah, I will a, show them a picture. A vertical, yeah, the, like a vertical you know, picture frame just with different colors and each of them have different, you know. Yeah, we're taking a slice out of the pie vertical ways. Yeah, like when they dig holes, like the uh, Cola Super Deep Borehole, you oh, can yeah. get those samples of different layers. Just, and they do this frequently in um, Oak I- the Curse of Oak Island. They pull out the samples. So um, one of those things is shipwrecks, which we've talked about before. But yes. um, at each of these layers, there's a on top of fish, there's a whole bunch of different shipwrecks and some of the coolest ones out there too. And how incredibly deep, like when you see that, like, for example, Robert D. Ballard, um, famous explorer. And uh, is he a philanthropist? I don't know. I don't know the definition of philanthropist, but I feel like he's someone you would call well, I think a philanthropist. philanthropist is basically a, a person who works for charity. So they're often very rich because they have the means to be charitable on a massive scale. I mean, you can consider that a charity, right? Going to fund the Titanic. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think he's making a lot of money off it. So I'll no, he's that. definitely not. I mean, definitely not yeah. at all. So um, that keep in mind as we go through these layers that the Titanic. So the the first sure. layer was found. Uh, three kilometers down i believe yeah it it was in the midnight zone uh, 3.3 kilometers yeah sorry 3.8 kilometers down is where they found the titanic and this fucking guy found that before in like 1990 like before yeah i mean it's insanely deep it's like i said it's about three thousand meters from the place where you'd ever even see like fish or light it's like it's so deep within i mean that's why it took so long they didn't have the technology to even witness it yeah never mind find the location of it and they didn't even have the chance to do it until that time yeah exactly so as we go down layers and different layers of the 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 continental shelf is we've got uh we've got shipwrecks like the titanic and that's how deep down it is it's just incredible how deep yeah it is. i think the titanic i don't know if this is a fact but it's one of the deepest shipwrecks ever found I, obviously because they were looking for it 
mean, mm-hmm. there might be ships that have fallen much deeper than that, but they weren't as large and as famous. So it's hard to find a location where they would be. But I mean, that's about as deep as you find most human made stuff is that, you know, 4,000, you know, you're not going to find a ship in inside the Mariana's Trench necessarily because it's such, it's just such a deep, deep hole. We're going to get to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> we're going to get to deep holes in a bit because oh, uh, I know all about those deep holes, but uh, so four kilometers is how many miles again? I always get confused. Just three miles in a clump. Fuck, wait. I don't know I how many miles it is. I know how many meters it is, which means I know how many feet it is. Well, a kilometer is less think than of a, a yardstick and yeah. a hot dog. Well, you, you, you yeah. just change it up that way. So 4,000 kilometers is four. I mean, four kilometers is 4,000 meters. So it's 12,000 feet relatively. And a okay. mile is 5,000, 5.6. So let's say it's, you know, about two and a half to three miles. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty deep. It is deep because, you know, five miles is pretty far when you're looking across, but if you're going up and down, there's nothing really a mile up. It's insane. You're two miles up. You're at a cruising altitude of uh, a jetliner right, right around there. So three miles in, you're going deeper than you'd look up when you see those little tiny planes with their chemtrails behind them. I mean, that's fucking mm-hmm. far. And there's nothing but you and blue sky between there. Imagine going straight down into the deeps of the ocean and what that means, which we haven't addressed yet, which is the sheer pressure of the water on top of you, which is why it's impossible to go down there anyways. It's easier to go to the moon because there's nothing in between you and the moon besides a bunch of science problems on how to not to die. going up. The air gets thinner as you go up too, so it's even different. But Yeah, um, and the air is the thinnest in outer space, which is zero. Yeah, yeah. Water weighs eight pounds a gallon, so a gallon of milk technically should weigh eight pounds. (laughs) <laughs> right and as you get deeper in the water the more that pressure is layered on top of you because if you're 100 feet down that's 100 feet of water pressing down on your body and now you're at you know the, the diving record which is 400 feet down that's 400 feet of water pressing down your body at this point we're relatively 3,000 meters which would be 12,000 feet down that's 12,000 feet of water pressing down on every inch of your body at the entire time and there's animals down here just fucking floating around just eating yeah and if They're a gallon of milk is about a foot that's twelve thousand gallons of milk in a straight line like the Straight-up. Burj Khalifa just milk yeah on you I know it doesn't work quite like that because of buoyancy and displacement and all but the it, other it's physics a good principles to, to but it's a good way to vi- we're trying to visualize people who yeah. are just driving their car to work mm-hmm. what this is all about and gallons of milk eight pounds a gallon, 12,000 yeah. gallons on top of your head, gallons of milk. Um, you know, you, you have pressure inside your body. Human body is a little buoyant anyways. It's uh, it's a crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. To be hyper-specialized to be in a place like mm-hmm. that. You, you sure also do. find things like the, uh, the Dumbo octopod, which is another funny uh, animal I had to put up on the picture here. It, it's basically like a squid with big Dumbo ears and it's another one of these oh, yeah. animals that it. couldn't exist on the surface, even though it's well specialized to eat all of that marine snow or that detritus and shit that falls down or any other animal that feeds on it, the secondary kind of ecosystem there. They can't survive that well up because their bodies are so specified to live that deep, deep ocean life that if they were right up on the surface, all their cells and their, their body and their organs would fuck up because you're not meant to live there. Like they, they it's the same as why, uh, a goldfish can't live there. Uh, 
a thing like the Dumbo octopod couldn't live up on the surface. You're never going to see that bobbing around the uh, Narragansett Bay anytime soon because it can't survive up there. I know. I've been to a lot of little fish markets in Chinatown. I've seen a lot of weird things. So don't say anything until you've been to those yet. (laughs) As they always say. Weird you go to Chinatown, about- Boston. You go to some of those basement step downs. I didn't say go in you there and see all those fish there. tanks. I said you couldn't find there alive. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, even then, even then, I don't know. They have Home Depot buckets full of a lot of things. Oh, you yeah, have a pressurized <laughs> canister full of a fucking squid up there. I wouldn't put it past it. That's a good point. You yeah, exactly. Know. Like you put a bike tire valve on a Home Depot bucket, you'd be surprised how many fish you keep in it. Oh yeah, you from the deep, from the deep sea. Haul it up. <laughs> yeah. Whole meeting the crab pots. You'd be shocked yeah so uh yeah um uh something a couple things you mentioned about the deep sea and the ocean so we covered light we covered pressure yeah and uh one surprising fact not that it's surprising but it's just something you don't think about is salinity uh for those of you who don't know what that means or you don't speak uh uh english and it's a different word in your language um for like whatever reason sodium chloride sure that came from that i think sure that'll help people who speak only portuguese um uh is salt content salt content and the thing about that that again i didn't think about not surprising uh throughout so you go walk on the beach right now the salt content is about 35 parts per thousand okay. so if there's a thousand molecules one thousand one thousand minus 35 whatever that is is water yeah and then the rest 35 of those as a piece is a little salt grain mm-hmm. um that remains consistent all the way to the bottom unless you're in the mediterranean or the red sea then it's more but overall Strange. even down the like Mariana's trench it's out. still just as salty as it is up top that is crazy that means that if you could compress the ocean to like half the depth that it would become twice as salty evenly amongst the thing or, or relatively even would it though because it's like when you when you, like there maybe there's would. not enough room in water to be salty that's a stupid statement there is um no no that isn't stupid that isn't stupid because it can only dissolve so much you could take a glass of hot water and there's there comes a point where yeah, yeah, it yeah, will yeah. no longer dissolve salt in it and it, mm-hmm. it'll start chunking up at the top so there is a like peak saltiness i don't know if that's the saltiness of the entire ocean but that's a good point you brought up there though that's why it's evenly distributed I know. I have a question for any scientists listening. But, if, they, come, but if, the, if the Red Sea is saltier, then that, that means it's, that's not the peak of saltiness it can be. Yeah, but that's also Mediterranean Himalayan sea salt from there. It's red. Just kidding. Um, yeah, but Himalayan pink salt is more of a culinary <laughs> thing. Actually, culinary masterpiece fucking, uh, than a regular astrology salt. than it is. This. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and again, I, I know Himalayas are not in the Mediterranean or in the Red Sea, but... Um, uh but salt wise all right so i got a question for any um any listeners who are uh uh, salt scientists and seawater scientists salinists salinists um phds only can answer um how come a when you get a sunburn uh on miami beach versus a sunburn in let's say hampton beach and then you jump in the ocean the florida salt hurts more than the northeast salt well, the water are you in saying Florida that is, salt is saltier hurts hurting. Or, or are you saying that the, you might be missing the first factor of it, which is the amount of direct sunlight you're feeling on your skin? Well, one hour in Hampton Beach is less direct sunlight than one hour in Miami. This is true. I'm just, I'm just taking more I'm just, direct UV rays 
regardless of the salt content of the water. So you're thinking, hey, it's a beach, a beach is a beach, but this water is different. So it feels different when I get in there. But really, the beach is different in Miami than it is in Hampton Beach in New Hampshire. You're I think you're missing something. UV rays. A beach isn't a beach. I picked two equally trashy beaches um, that are like the Walmart dumpster fires of the East Coast. Hampton yeah. Beach and Miami South Beach, same thing, as far I'm concerned. But the, <laughs> but the salt, the salt water hurts your sunburn more in Florida. Just saying. Look, I don't, I'm not say I'm not a scientist, but I just, Neither I do, I. I I do know from my, uh, my, the seat of my pants that the water feels saltier in, in uh, Florida than it does. In I believe you, but I was trying to posit some hypothesis of why that could be. I don't know. It could be because I have more of a sunburn in Florida. You're probably not wrong. I think that's what it is. Because we're going to leave this one the fact to the that experts. The salt content is identical on Miami or Hampton <laughs> or the Marianas Trench, so I would think it might be the sun and not the water. But I don't fucking. I'm not a scientist. Either. We're going to leave this one to the experts. We'll let them figure it out because you know Fair we're enough. at a standstill here. Fair enough. Just because they say the Marianas Trench is is the same 35 parts per thousand that Hampton Beach and Miami Beach and oob and fucking all that shit is the same yep i don't know some beaches are different just saying so be sure so that's salinity what's next i thought we'd take us past the midnight zone into the what used to be considered the deepest part of the ocean that humans have ever been to under four thousand meters for all of our american listeners that's about twelve thousand feet deep and you begin to reach the abyssal plane, they call it. Now, this part is another slight shift in depth. Much like the continental shelf, there is one more layer deep in many parts of the ocean. It drops off, and it gets to the part where there's basically no life whatsoever. Not only as, as are all the fish at the top of their bioluminescence and their coolness, we forgot to mention the angler fish, that cool fish. Oh, God. The, the, yeah, from Finding Nemo. Yeah, the, the light on mm. top of it. And again, those kind of tricks like the lights and the giant teeth aren't just meant to scare us and haunt our nightmares. It's because if there's no food for miles and miles and it's pitch black, the best job in town is having one little light for a little shrimp to come up to. And then you just take it in with the big teeth and then off they go. But even at this depth, the abyssal plane, most fish don't exist. You can't even find an angler fish or the, the blob fish which is also the ugliest fish. Oh, of all that time. thing is, yeah, it is. Yeah, and that, that's from the uh, the midnight zone there. <laughs> we'll put a picture of that thing up, <laughs> the plop fish. Even that, even there, it cannot exist anymore. Most fish, um, and I say most because I know about one in particular where it's coming up here, but almost all fish cease to exist there. Now you're thinking about things like sea cucumbers. Um, they call them uh, amphipods, which are basically like uh, shrimp, and like they basically are bugs that exist this deep. They're all exoskeleton, much like insects on land. They're specialized to survive anywhere. Like they're just these hard shelled little micro, almost microscopic little things that are flailing around at this point in the abyssal plain, which reaches to 5,000, 6,000 meters. And you're just at the deepest parts of the ocean. It looks like a desert. There's no coral even for the most part, very rare. And it's hard to find any forms of life whatsoever. I am I freezing up on your screen? I'm kind of freezing. Uh, you did for just a hair. You're all good though. Gotcha. No one will know. <laughs> gotcha. I wouldn't want them <laughs> to know anything like that. But, so, um, yeah, that's that's great. So, so can this is this is the part where the marine snow 
all that uh, shit and collects. scales and stuff, it basically that's like where it collects. It doesn't really go much further than that because most of the ocean doesn't go deeper than that. That's the, the deepest part of almost all oceans on Earth is called the abyssal plane, but not the deepest, just the deepest part from most of them. Picture like uh, like Dylan said, the entire length of the area is all the same, and then all of a sudden you have a uh, uh, the deep blue hole. That's the exception to the rule that goes straight down. And although that's a bus sized one, which makes it exceptional, there mm-hmm. are parts of the ocean that go extra deep. And if you scale that up beyond the Bahamas, you get things like trenches, like the Puerto Rico trench, which is the largest trench in the entire Atlantic Ocean. That's past the abyssal plane. But most of the ocean, that's where it cuts off. That's where the, the, the buck stops for all that. Yeah. And just to, just again, just to reference in your head how deep all this is. Uh, U.S. Navy subs only dive down halfway through the Twilight Zone, so we are yeah, just so much. You, you like watch U five seven one, watch K nineteen Widowmaker, watch all these fucking submarine movies from World War One when they started using them through after the Turtle or what was that thing called in Civil War? I think it was the Turtle. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the turtle fucking sub, barrel. Yeah. Um, uh, all the way through present day boomer subs, they call them that carry, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. tens of nuclear warheads, um, ICBMs. They stay like like 300 meters tops. That's not where they just hang out either. They're usually, that's too deep because it's more energy, but we're really, deep. Yeah. We are very deep. Yeah. As deep as you get. And yeah, again, are... picture the, the pressure and this, the isolation of all life and all light and just the immense pressure. It's so crazy. And I got to bring this up now, which I'm going to forget to bring up the meme later. One of my favorite memes of all time is the as a picture of the dude in the full like Bioshock scuba gear. And it says, at, at this depth, the pressure is immeasurable. And then a, and a fish uh, swims up to him and goes, do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> It's peer pressure. Mm-hmm. It's that's a good one. It's a real yep. good one. I didn't make it up. Uh, but yeah, that's the abyssal plane, which again, is about as deep as it gets uh, beyond there. I don't know if you want to, um, if you want to throw any more holes in before we take a break. Cause my last two sections are just, you know, that's, that's the, sh- the sheer depth. We're going to get into the real trenches here. And, uh, and I mean that metaphorically and physically. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting to the real, the real shit here. Um, just keep in mind that all you know, Clarence's blue hole. I sorry, I mean Dean's blue hole is uh, in Clarence Town, Long Island, is only six hundred thirty-three <laughs> feet. But uh, we got other other holes that end up getting water in them, like the Kimberly yeah. Diamond Mine. A lot of diamond mines get uh, get some water, but they only go down to seven hundred feet. Is the Kimberly one? Yeah, but these yeah. Are, these are on land, and I mean, although the depth of the ocean is immeasurable for the amount of pressure. You don't actually have to dig. You just have to keep swimming down. Where on Earth, to get that deep, you have to move masses of rock and soil material. I mean, it's a lot harder to, to drill, baby, drill. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, one of my favorite holes um, that's got water in it uh, is not what you'd think. It's, uh, it's called the Berkeley Pit. And the Berkeley Pit is in Butt, Montana. And that's Butt with an E. And, the biggest um, hole is in the Butt. Yep, exactly. But Montana, the old Berkeley pit, uh, down at 1700 feet. My favorite part of this hole is, um, is that, um, the first thousand feet of it just due to like, uh, buoyancy is, is filled with the most toxic bullshit ever. 
Um, and then the next 780, the toxic stuff doesn't go down there. It's like when you have gasoline layers, you know? Oh pour, yeah. Pour so oil like it all water. flows to the top. And then at some point you're so deep that it can't, it just rises above that part. Yeah. Gets yeah. More clear. That uh, is also something worth mentioning. The deeper you get in the ocean, the more clear the water is because most everything is either to the top or the bottom at that point. There's not a whole lot of yeah, you know, swirling true. around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's not a lot of water movement down there. So it's, not yeah. So it's just crystal moving. clear. Just yeah. pitch black, crystal clear. So yeah. It goes a long way. But the butt Montana hole is not the clear so clear because no. um, due to all the mining that was, it was once an open pit copper mine, which is a, a lot of the holes that go deep in the world that are man-made or copper mines because they follow the copper. It's like a, it's almost vein. like, yeah, the vein. That's exactly what they say. So, um, and uh, yeah, so um, it just got fucked after just mining with toxic chemicals like copper, zinc, and specifically sulfuric acid. That hole in butt got fucked, huh? Hole in butt got fucked so hard because of this. So um, this podcast is so cool, dude. So it's <laughs> it's a mile. This podcast is so cool, and I hope you guys. And we want to thank everybody who podcast. listens to this podcast because we love all you listeners. We couldn't do it without you guys. Thanks for listening right now talking about buttholes right now in montana yeah with an e but yeah with an e two t's and an e um so thank you guys just we we don't give you guys no shout out um and this hole one of my, my favorite part of this hole besides it being a pollution nightmare is that the city town whatever of butt has um they hire like beside hire multiple people every day to have one maintain their automated propane cannons all around there. So they had they hook up they hook up rhino tanks or whatever rhino gas, uh, blue rhino, blue yeah, rhino. blue rhino, blue yeah. rhino. They have those hooked up to this like PVC cannon thing that ignites it and shoots a sound wave over there. No, um, and they have multiple in there, and they do this because they have migrating. They lose tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of birds in this lake. Oh, they land in the toxic. Geese are migrating, and they think that's just coming in to chill. They land this thing, and they fucking die. So they're like, their their entire job is to have these maintain these propane cannons, and then if those don't work, they have a whole arsenal of rifles that they shoot at the birds with. So save them to save the birds. So (laughs) someone's entire job in Butt Montana is to literally shoot at birds to save them, so they don't land. (laughs) These are probably like environmental scientists that are like now using their powers for good to destroy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they just are shooting at birds and that's their entire job. And then um, on top of that, they spend, uh, so when it, the the butt Montana hole uh, called the Berkeley pit doesn't. It's not called the butte hole. <laughs> it it and they really called. fucked up. It should be called yeah. the Butte Hole. The Butte Hole in Butte, Montana. <laughs> they really fucked up. And um they also um it doesn't drain. So at when it does rain, they have to drain the water themselves and filter it and put it somewhere else. So it they pay a massive amount of money just to cover shoot the at birds thing and be done with it. Well, I was thinking, it can't, can't someone manufacture there a has giant to be, net? It has to be cheaper. I, I know not in like 10 years, maybe in a hundred years, it must be cheaper to just like cover the fucking thing up. It's like a septic tank, right? You just collapse it, fill it with cement, sand, just fucking be done with it. Just something. I mean, it's 1700 feet deep, a mile in diameter. Yeah. Can't you guys spend time just like exporting that and filtering it at the same time? There's gotta be something. 
they can do. They have to already figure it. It just costs too much money. So they just keep this up in, in perpetuity. It's an insane thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so really interesting though, is it's a great place to study things just because it's a um, unique place. It is inside the toxic and harsh conditions in the butthole that prevail in this, you know, place in Montana, there are many fungal and bacterial species that have been found and their adaptation to such extreme conditions have shown that they're immune to cancer and they have to be in that toxic sludge, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Wow. So we could just um, try to take that DNA and stick it in some people. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some things that can happen. You put some, some stuff in the most toxic place on fucking earth can uh can sometimes somehow just stay alive yeah just can you pretty... imagine that even in framingham people can still survive <laughs> <laughs> yeah framingham close to the old uh i forget what the toxic place there is but yeah um, there's a hole there too for sure neanza framing hole framing hole is there a hole in framingham i don't know oh framingham has neanza which was a uh a dye factory in ashland actually that yeah d-y-e that used to <laughs> it's a dye factory they used to dye, uh, dye, oh. they used to dump uh you know carcinogens into the groundwater and terrible yeah. thing yeah they, out of sight out of mind yeah exactly so yeah. would you like to take our, uh, our first break let's do it yeah yeah let's do it break time down, down, down. to the bottom of the sea where our salty friend Spongebob waits for you and me. Down, down, down. Ah, we'll have lots of fun. You and me forever in the underwater sun. You remember that? You remember that book, Flashing Behold? That, that is one book specifically that I chose not to read over summer vacation. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I think I tried. And for some reason, I just did not like that book. I didn't like it either because I hate all books. I still do. Yeah. No, one of the biggest stressors of my entire childhood was summer reading lists. And I rarely read any book. Rarely. That combined with it used to give you the math packet. Like it was like a hundred pages. Oh God, dude, that was was so bad. I I can fake my way through a summer reading book. I can't fake my way through like fucking multiple division. Like God. Well, and like, you know, let the kids just have their fucking summer, man. You're only a kid once, you know, it goes so quick. Don't ruin their summers. Cause that will (laughs) really, that'll ruin it. You know, no kid needs that much discipline. They'll be fine. Every fucking fuck up I ever met as a kid who I thought was like going to be not fucking normal as an adult ends up making more money than me. So, you know, that's how it always goes. Oh yeah. So the summer reading thing, fuck it. It's fine. Literally everybody hits 18, goes to college or not, they'll, they'll find their way. It'll be fine. Yeah, summer reading did not have any effect on that at all. I mean, honestly, I know a lot of people who did, who did read summer reading books who know, I don't know, 3000% less than me about what the world is and how it works and how things work in it. And I know people who read less than me and no less than me about the world and they're more successful so it's it's all weird it's it, it, you pick your lane whatever your lane you have just because you're good at school those people they end up being overachievers in work as well because they don't have any idea how to go through life without that 
and i mean not so, all of them either, good for them know? no not at all but like everyone works out their own way it's just weird it's a weird little uh you think yeah. that like in the bubble you're in you're like oh it's gonna go this way this way this way because you see each day is like people are sorted in the little things and then when you open up into the world it's fucking free for all, all bets are off it's all bets are off and i didn't get any benefit from from stressing out about math packets and summer reading no I, I not that i like remember a whole lot of things at that time but it would have been nice to not have a i remember being stressed i remember never fun. yeah i remember being like basically in the middle of vacation type scenarios and having my mom take me aside from that and be like time to spend two hours looking like you're reading a book I'm like fuck yeah. now i'm there for an hour <laughs> and a half staring at pages of a chapter book while like looking at the sky like just yeah. you know, I can never read it, so I'm not, now I have to like act like I'm busy for two hours, and it's like it's even worse, you know. Yeah. If yeah. I could do an audio book, oh my god, I could have been saved as a child from audio books because I would actually listen to them, and I would just like done whatever I was doing. Like, I haven't changed all and just listened to it. I would have I would have read every book if I could listen to it, but sitting there silently and looking at a small book and trying to read the same paragraph three times over and being bored of it, I didn't get anything from that at all. Yeah, no. Um, I haven't changed at all. It had nothing to do with audiobooks or whatever. It's just if there's something I should be doing, I'm immediately not doing it. That's how I literally do anything in my life. And I do things only I want to do. I have motivation to do things that I choose, who's the boss, not someone else. And who's the so, boss? Tony Danza. Put it on the pod. <laughs> you know what that's Joe? Who's the boss? No. I used to play it on Nick at night. So. Oh, <laughs> I'll let you throw that one up there for everyone. I'm sure everyone got that except for me. Um, I know my mom did. <laughs> um, yeah, distractions. Angela. Distractions, not good for me, whether it's an audiobook or a reading an actual book. Not good. Not a good yeah. person for distractions. So um, I'm, I'm convinced if I could do high school again, audio only, I'd be quite smart. <laughs> Well, yeah uh, yeah there's a lot of things funny stuff so um even when well, i do research for these podcasts I, i'll read stuff but only so i can pull it up and write it down if i want to learn about it i'll put on an hour-long youtube video i'll just listen to it and i'll half the shit i know right now i'm telling you i didn't read it i heard it and now i'm spitting it back out to you so i do the same thing but i get I, what happens to me is i get too involved in it and i get too excited so i don't put any attention to actually finding a real a reliable method to memorize it as I'm listening. Okay. So I unfortunately have, I, I will listen to a couple days or hours, whatever, depending on the day yeah. of podcasts, YouTube videos, whatever about a certain topic. Yep. Um, but for me to, I could have a conversation with it about you, but to put it in a structural way and then about be able me. to reference the fact that the Burj Khalifa is 0.8 kilometers high is not something you'll do. Yeah. Um, I hear that. Yeah. That's kind of, so I need to read. Um, but uh, speaking of Burj Khalifa, we're not going to talk about it at all. And we're going to talk about the um, get right back into it. We did our Burj Khalifa <laughs> combo already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, to get right back into it. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, before we start going into real crazy shit. Um, I'm going to start talking about the deep. So we will get to the deepest hole. But this is the oh, deepest. This is the deepest hole. No, not the oil platform workers or the uh, or Mia Khalifa or her or Dirty Dan's 
dark blue hole or whatever that was called. Um, <laughs> Pinhead Larry's dark blue hole. Pinhead Larry's blue hole. Blue hole meaning water hole. That's very clear. Someone poisoned the deep blue hole. <laughs> it's called a blue hole. It is water, not a butte hole. hole. No, the, the butt hole, the butte hole is uh, water, but hole, it's, right. it's toxic waste hole. I'm just sure there's another word for it. It's not a blue hole. So, and this also isn't a blue hole, but this is the world's, well, they say it's considered the world's largest, sorry, longest extended reach well offshore. Really? So, yes. Um, Fill so, up my blue hole, Patty. <laughs> we need to bring him back in more. Do you say jail pluck my blue hole, Daddy? <laughs> jail fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Fill up. What? <laughs> no, I can hear it. I just am like really bad. Oh, he said ears. fill up. Fill up. Fill up my blue hole, daddy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That That's what probably a lot of the oil workers at the Z44 <laughs> Chival Well are thinking about right it's now. A basement podcast. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, DJ BP and a special guest, Stephen Hawking, for chiming in on the Z44 Chavo Well. Um, is this in Russia is, as well? Uh, it is. Somehow they don't give a shit about how deep they go as long as it's on land, baby. That's right. So it's um, considered the world's longest extended reach well offshore. So it's very similar to a uh, hole that we have coming up. Um, but it's located in the Russian island of Sakhalin, S-A-K-H-A-L-I-N. In on August 27, 2012, fucking Exxon uh, completed this well and reached a measured total length of 12,376 meters, also known as 40,604 feet. So the difference is, is they started on water and then went down through the water before they hit land that's so that, why that is actually deeper than the deepest part of the ocean then meters uh, 12,376. 12, yeah that's deeper than the deepest part of the ocean wow all right we'll get they, to that they, they actually drilled down deeper than the ocean is that's incredible but they went through land the whole time so well they went through water then land yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So I just want to say before but it, it we get, but that's it's that. not natural. So I didn't want to bring it up. All no, the but thanks for bringing that up because that actually is a great incentive to bring up the rest of the conversation, which is how deep can you get? It's basically oil. Like, why else would you make a drill to go down that deep? It's not for science. If it wasn't yeah. Exxon or well, there is British one for Petroleum science. or Shell or whatever company you want to do, the incentive to build a machine to do this incredible feat of drilling down deeper than any man has understood before is to get that rich, rich black gold. And it's worth paying $7 billion to design a device to drill down because you give me that fucking oil, baby. Give me that money, motherfucker. Damn. That's what it is. It's incredible. It's, it's amazing, though. Yeah, it's the deep. I mean, I, I went so far down this chart of depth before I'm like, wow, that's as deep as, a, as an airline would fly underwater. What's deeper than that? It's like uh, drills, oil drills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that yeah, oil. Drills. Deep, deep in that. Unreal. It's incredible. So uh, that segues into. Uh, oh, is more... that called Jim Sokolov Island? Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yep. I never heard yes. of that one. Yeah. 
Yep, That's Jim's Takalov. It's very deep. Yeah, because I was going to say that, um, so not as deep um, in a total drill, but the deep water horizon drilling site, because it was set right on the water and not on an island, which I don't know if that, because that is straight down through the, the land might be easier or harder. I think sure. this started on like a water platform did, and then yeah. went through water down to land and then gotcha land. yeah so the deep water horizon drilling platform went uh 10,683 meters which is not only impressively deep much Close. like the jim sokolov drilling site yeah the gym, but also yeah. that it's famous for creating the largest oil spill in the history of the planet which is that the uh the pipe or drilling mechanism burst and released untold amounts of that deeply sealed oil for millennia out into the ocean where mm. it does not belong and, and you called this uncountable amounts of wild whales yeah and still destroys the uh gulf of mexico to this day nice job and you BP. called that the the barry feinstein deep super boral bore yes. blue hole yes the barry feinstein C- seal seal duper hole super duper deep hole super deep blue hole yeah yeah uh, not as we big as jim, jim sokolov one barry feinstein yeah wow those guys yeah yeah always coming together i can't wait till morgan and morgan <laughs> That's exactly what it's gonna fucking say because he represents more territory than Barry Sokolov and Jim. Sorry, <laughs> Barry, Barry Feinstein, Feinstein Jim yeah. Sokolov. And, no, I can't wait till his hole comes out. It's gonna be even deeper. Fucking Morgan and Morgan. You know his hole is way fucking deeper than the rest yeah. of them. You see his he fucking. He might hit face? the Earth's core. You yeah, know, by mistake. Yeah, I, he dude. He has the steam coming out of his ears. Reminds me of a drilling platform. <laughs> on all the billboards that I see of that fucking red fuck's face. I know. It's cherry tomato on top of a Tootsie Pop. With fucking gray hair in a suit. Um, that guy, I used to see his fucking face every time I drove to Logan on One South. Yeah. And then I landed an airplane in Orlando one time. And guess who was there to greet me on a billboard? That, that is fuck. so funny, man. I had the exact opposite experience. When my parents moved to Florida, Other way around. I saw all the Morgan and Morgan as far as the eye could see. And then slowly but surely, I started to see Morgan and Morgan popping up in New England. I'm like, holy shit, he's invaded the country. This like, fucking guy. Yeah, this guy's everywhere. But uh, shout out to Morgan and Morgan just because... Shout out. Because he's a guy that works on wins only. So if you slip and fall, yep. you don't... And he gets you a settlement or whatever they're shooting for. No money out of pocket for you. Not at all, ever. He's literally just going to find cases and make money. No no money in pocket, by the way, either. (laughs) Well, you get something out of it. I I earned $400,000 because thanks to Morgan and Morgan. How much did he cost? You you don't pay him unless you win. But he only costs 10 grand because he's so generous. Well, if you get 20 grand, he takes 10. Takes a percentage, yeah, yeah. I mean, but they say, you know, a bird in the bush is two in the basket. So, you yeah, know, a bird in the hands worth two in the bush. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, a bird in the right. <laughs> a bird in your ass is worth how much? Two Jim Sokolovs. I, I know that for a fact. <laughs> and two Jim Sokolovs is worth one, worth one oil one worker's blue hole. <laughs> That's what the saying goes, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. My grandmother okay. used to tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I think never I heard, forget. Yeah. I think I heard that one back in the Navy. Oh yeah, um, that's, a little, that's an old Navy uh, idiom. Yeah, yeah, that's what they always say about that one. Um, old baby drill. So, whose hole are we on now? <laughs> I know. 
I'm in the abyssal plane over here. I That's know. what I thought. So now we're on to natural holes. Yeah, I've changed my background to get yeah. deeper and deeper as I yeah, not uh, lawyers with who's got their the frame blown out of their asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got pounce hard. The frame blew out like a door frame, getting knocked <laughs> in by a uh, SWAT team. Yeah, um, no, you know, this it takes all kinds. You know, lawyers need to be uh working too. But yeah, it, but they say, is... man, I'd love to blow the frame off that guy's asshole. <laughs> that's what the, that's what Barry Sokolov always says on his commercials. You, you know, you used to you say that he's like, he's like, and I'll fight for you. <laughs> yeah. Doomed. He has this dramatic music playing and he's always outside of a courthouse. No, Jim Sokolov, yeah, Barry Feinstein. No, Barry Feinstein. I see him like he's always moving fast, and he like, oh, no, stops I hear to talk. You said Barry Jim Sokolov's like walking, like sorry, Barry Barry Feinstein like stops for a second. His pinstripe suit in 2022, which ain't a thing anymore, just stops and Don't goes like him. says a quick comment and leaves. You know, like he's on all of his commercials. He's not like I'm Jim Sokolov, and I fucking you know whatever the fuck. Yeah, he's no. walking by very quickly. Goes yeah, I have no comment and leaves. Like he's there, way different. Is- it Way is amazing, work. right? Is there, have you ever seen an advertisement for a criminal defense lawyer in your life? Uh, anywhere? Uh, no, no. Are you a criminal? Uh, do I? Uh, there, <laughs> Saul. Better call Saul. Whole show about him. Yeah, that's a show they made because they're like, it'd not be funny if they actually had a commercial for a criminal defense lawyer. No, they're all personal injury lawyers or lawsuits against yeah. corporations that so you can harvest money because you bonked your head. They they don't care about you. They rig that money. Yeah. They call them ambulance chasers for a reason. I think there's yeah. Are you a murderer, rapist, every drug dealer, bank robber, or fucking scam artist? Well, hit me up. Yeah, because they they figure also you don't have any money, and if you do have <laughs> money and you're a criminal, you don't need an advertisement. Your friends have one too. It's called white collar crime. Yeah, and there'll be a court appointed lawyer to you, um, regardless, and they're going to public suck. defense advertisement dude yeah. that's gonna be a moment so imagine you're you really fuck up because you're a piece of shit and then you get a court appointed lawyer and then you just you just you just you're just wondering who's gonna come through that fucking door and you see him you're like god damn it dude always makes me think i'm going to jail i'm going to jail stuttering the whole time my client like oh fuck we're gonna take the lesson you can't choose them they just are that it's so funny it's just so funny yeah <laughs> oh shit i'm doing, shit. I'm doing yeah. life i'm fucked <laughs> what a terrible day it's so good and you get to have a nice night's sleep in the jail cell that you came from like, this is, <laughs> fucking tough. my entire life is spiraling through my brain right now Oh uh, man, you gotta be drunk to be a to be a fucking criminal at a courthouse. There's no other way. And you're not gonna be. You're not yeah. gonna be. No, unfortunately, yeah, because you sp- you're coming in in cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll sober you up that night. You'll never get done. Yeah, uh, you're all your <laughs> your Majesty. Can I please? <laughs> can I please have a drink? <laughs> no, that would, that would be great. <laughs> Any last request? Uh, can I get a drink? My last one ever. Before yeah. I have toilet sangria God and get a damn it, please. You tack yeah. another five years of my sentence for contraband. I'm trying to get buzzed and yeah. Can I do this please. thing where I do the last meal before I get executed now? Yeah, my last meal <laughs> before is I one... go in. Like, can I do the that arrangement before yeah. I go to jail? Because I really can't fucking wait. Yeah. Can I can yeah. I request whatever it is back? Hopefully I die before meal. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. You want to speak to your lawyer? I want my last meal now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can I have a 64 pack of 6.9% IPAs, please, right now? Yeah, can I'll I get, get a bottle? Can I get a bottle of Everclear and a lime, please? Yes. <laughs> a little gross. And a lime. I feel like that would go better with like a f- f- fucking oatmeal. Like Everclear. No, no. Uh, uh, can, can I get a Ossifer? Can I get a bottle of Everclear and a funnel, please? <laughs> yes. I want to request. Oh yeah, dude. Honestly, you know, if that's that point, and I had, they're like, "All right, you get one Heineken," that'd go right up my ass. Oh yeah, not I a mean, question. It... Hopefully, it kills me. <laughs> Dump it in your eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just put in like, all right, this right is to gonna taste screen. good, but everything else is gonna make me way more fucked up. So I'm gonna put it wherever I can to get as fucked up as I possibly can before they send me away to you're jail. Just, you're just rubbing the, the bottle cap on your teeth just to get something. Oh yeah, yeah. Just cutting your cutting some sort of like. Um, uh, capillary to get alcohol in your bloodstream quicker, just anything. Straight like, in, straight in. Oh, God. Hey, I, th- yeah. I think it's infected. Can you uh, clean it up for me? <laughs> I should probably alcohol should do the trick. <laughs> right there, I know I tongue. Yeah, and then you tell them, yeah, yeah, and I can smoke a cigarette in one drag. <laughs> can I have yours, please? <laughs> They want smoke won't even go anywhere. I'll just let me show you swall- the trick. I'll just swallow the smoke. It'll just stay, just stay inside of me. Whatever I can get, I promise. I won't even smell it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? They used to actually give people cigarettes, like in an interrogation room, like need to smoke. Be like, yeah. You think they still do? I mean, I wouldn't know. I hope they do. I don't. I don't think they still do. Why not? I, I've seen That's a lot of modern fair. interrogations, and they, yeah, they don't do it anymore. Yeah. That's not fair. How else you? Supposed I think to it's a legal ca- thing for the health benefits of the uh, police force, where they're like, we can't. Uh, you can't. It's like it's same as like other places. Like you can't let people smoke here because you're risking other people's health, so you can't allow them to smoke. One. How are you supposed to interrogate someone without smoking, and how are you supposed to be interrogated <laughs> without smoking? You That's can't. so true. It's like it's so weird. Yeah, like we're just gonna other, sit like, here. Smoking yeah. it. I mean, they get some talking for sure, but I've seen them get them McDonald's. I've seen them get them like Coke and stuff like that. Coca-Cola. Not yeah, Coca-Cola. everything except for alcohol and tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Anything That's not going to work. Alcohol and tobacco is one thing that can't. There must be some kind of law that was passed. It's like, you can never do that again. And it's like, well, there goes our interrogation. It's going to take three more days now to get them to talk. I can't give them a pack of Newports and a fucking uh, nip of uh, Dr. McGillicuddy's. Yeah, bummer. So anyways, that, I mean, that's the truth. Truth serum, right? Get a fucking handle and be like, all right, what really happened? You, it's a good can, fucking we're, start. We're friends, right? Come on. Let me yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. All but, of a sudden, actually, you want to do shots good. together? We'll do shots together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good Fuck. start. It's a good fucking start, man. I mean, it would get them talking. But unfortunately, if they ever admit that they're under the influence, it's all inadmissible. So there's yeah. cases where people, when they ask mm-hmm. them, like, are you sober? And they'll lie and say, yes, I am. And they go, gotcha. Because like as soon as you say you are, they can still use it. But if you say I think I'm under the influence, then every word you say they can't use against you because you well, might. It's good be. to know. Uh, every listener should know that it's good to know. I've watched a say, lot so There are times where you should tell cops you are drunk. Um, yeah, when when you're already in the jail, go ahead and say that because they can't get you with worse than that. Yeah. They can't charge you with uh, ten years for being drunk. So if you say everything I said yesterday, I was drunk, they can't take it. Yeah, like you're you're in the jail cell. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. Yep, stuck it up my ass, brought in. Yeah, I lied about all of that. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's just not as fun as it used to be, man. It used to be more fun to be imprisoned. Yeah, yeah, shit went down. Yeah, shit went up, too. Shit Real went far up. up. Oh, yeah. 
Anyway, speaking yeah. of holes, we should probably get back to the uh, the depths here. Yeah, let's get back to the depths. So let's you carry us on where we're at. Speaking of carry on, Parkway Drive. I was going to say a good song, yeah. Yeah, but uh, their song, I don't remember the exact name of it, but I'll Well, their, their whole fucking in. album's called Deep Blue. Yeah, well, that, that song that, uh, if I could remember it better, which is uh, Bury Me 5,000 Fathoms Deep. And I always think about that, the depth of the ocean. Just being I think it's called Bury Perry. Me. The new album's called Bury Me. I think no, not, not their new album. What do you think I am? I think it's called Dead Man's Chest, actually, is the name uh-huh. of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but either way, great mm-hmm. fucking song. If I can sneak that in right now, that'd be good. If otherwise, Joe, shut up, keep moving on. Um, so yeah, that'll bring us past the abyssal plane, which at this point, in order to survive, you have to have a certain kind of body structure and able to not be crushed. You could have all kinds of bones and exoskeletons to help the pressure not crush you but this is the point of water pressure in which you need to change your biochemistry in order to survive which means that almost all animals here are almost all water because if you can even out the pressure and become water then you you don't get the same feeling of the pressure crushing down on you because water can't be crushed in like a steel cylinder or a tin can or something like that water will even out there but we are 97% water, so explain that. We're not 97% water. That's way too high. <laughs> <laughs> if we were, we'd still be 3% crushed at this All right, point. But 50%? I think it's 60. I think it's 65. 65. Okay. They, used to say, they used to say 80, but that's way too much. I mean, look at my face. They used to say 97 back when I was in school. Well, they were lying to your ass. Summer reading list. Summer reading list, again. Said 97%. I think it was the book holes said it. <laughs> well the book hole definitely talked about uh water because they're in a desert for the entire thing of it Wouldn't but know. uh but yeah so th- this is it, the biochemistry has to change because past the point of the abyssal plane comes the last zone that's recognized in the ocean which is called the hadal zone named Ooh. after a scientist who recognized it but this is we're now we're getting past six thousand meters and up so that would be 612 1800 or 18 rather thousand feet so we're talking about more four or five miles deep in the ocean at this point cells will be crushed your actual cells in your body will be crushed so never mind your bones in your head it's so pressurized that per square inch becomes per square millimeter and your actual cells will be able to be crushed so the animals that live here have to have different chemistry in their bodies to be able to suppress that and push back which is the special chemical that is in their bloodstream that i will put on the podcast now because i'm not going to look it up again but basically what it does is when the water is crushing down your body the actual hydrogen molecules as they push down and get closer to your dna this chemical binds to them and stops them in place so it's like fighting on the most close level Instead of waiting for someone to invade your country, you wait for them to walk into your house and then you shoot them. That's how close the pressure goes in. But it enables these animals to live down there where the water pressure can be so deep that it's getting down to almost their DNA. And it's still, the last second, binds to the hydrogen and the oxygen and just breaks apart a little bit. And, and uh, but just to- No animals can live there. 
Just no reiterate, uh, you know, even those, they, a lot of times those are, they're not quite extremophiles yet at that level. I but... think they, I think they certainly are at this point. Okay. Okay. We're extremophiles. Um, I think we're extremophiles. We're at the deepest so, part of the ocean. Yeah. So what, uh, well, so the thing is they may or may not be able with the definition, but extremophiles typically the ones that I read about are by like underwater volcanoes and they live in the We've pressure zone gone deeper on a volcano. That. Okay. But they love like uh, extreme temperature, uh, extreme pressure, extreme gotcha. power. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but what Joe means by like some of these animals can't live down there and they break down, the pressure is so great that it actually basically ex- disintegrates or explodes your cells. Yeah. Is that if you are, um, if you are dropping a body off a boat and you're considering adding an extra cinder block, do it. Because this, if they can get to that level, it's a lot the better uh, for the dental the records. Better. The deeper, the better. So add the extra block. That goes for basically everything. Yeah. Add the extra cinder block. Maybe two. Hey, what's another cinder block amongst friends? That's it. That's it. You know, you want them to get to that level for sure. It's going to, it's going to help your case. You won't have to get a defense lawyer. <laughs> You're not, yeah. not going to want them to find it halfway to the abyssal plane yeah oh found him in a continental oh shit they got there yeah trash bag weird um but i mean that's um, the move though right (laughs) if you could bury a body in the uh the hadal zone they're not gonna find it (laughs) yeah yeah hey i just bought a boat uh and i've got about uh you know 1500 miles of gas on it i'm gonna go straight (laughs) just straight yeah, and the then only come back. People don't do this is because it's it's prohibitively expensive. But if you did bury a body at this point in the ocean, there is close to zero percent chance that anyone will find it. And by the time they do, whatever animals live there will have stripped it to the bone because that's the only food they've seen in the past five years. So you're yeah. pretty safe at that point. Yeah, you're pretty safe at that point. All you so. have to do is take a boat, basically halfway between California and Japan, and drop it just there. <laughs> Just the deepest part. Perfect spot. Plenty of cinder blocks. Yeah. You'll be Just fine. Enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of and that rope's gotta be. I mean, I wouldn't use rope, I'd use uh, metal wire if you could, just to make sure it doesn't chain, dude. Chain it. Chain it. Yeah, problem chain with chains. You got a problem with chains? No, no problem with chains. Dude, if you drilled a hole in every arm and then put like a chain link through the bone right there and in the legs yeah, and like all it, these get places, the, get, get the, the chains the in there, get some of those like uh hiker um uh, what are they call carabiners? carabiners get those through the bone hole that you just made yeah cinder blocks like a lot of cinder blocks uh after going that far in the pacific or the atlantic yep. um you're pretty good so if you know if you're doing that do that <laughs> uh also if any uh criminal defense lawyers are listening this is not a recommendation this is a comedy podcast for yeah, this the, is some degree this entire podcast is a huge joke so big joke I take mean, what you wanted it look at everything every yeah part but if it. you want to do it right no one asked us and we just gave great advice and had to dispose yeah. of a body in the what's coming up to be the mariana's trench great place to drop one if you with yeah, enough exactly. cinder blocks um or what's that element um that we decided you can't fit in a fedex box i don't remember it because it was what you said so you should probably remember it but i definitely well it's right here so um uh densest element is osmium so get some osmium Osmium. yeah get some osmium some chains it should be as easy as killing this person drill yeah kill yeah you you already where we'll we'll leave that up to you um 
drill some holes in the arms and the legs, get changed through there, get a whole bunch of osmium and uh, drive out to the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Uh, give it the old uh, Evo. Sec- Evo? Uh, Evo right off the deck. Oh, I thought you said um, uh, oil expeller. What Evo, uh, olive oil. Extra oh, virgin no, olive no. oil. Extra virgin olive oil. No, no. Give it all the old heave-ho and send it to Davy Jones' locker. You know? Yeah, yeah. With some osmium and some chains. There you go. Yeah, we'll patent that. Um, no, we won't because we'll be criminally responsible. But anyways. Well, we get money. Well, it's like a weird thing. We could talk to some lawyers. But um, <laughs> I thought some lawyers were, if you can afford that much osmium, just pay someone to kill them. Like I don't know how much does. osmium is. It was only discovered in 1803 and it's, it's derived more expensive than gold. Well, weirdly enough, it's derived from the Greek word osmi, which means smell. None of this makes any sense. It smells um, like teen spirit. It's, yeah, well, it smells like dead bodies in the Pacific like Ocean. That's what they always say about osmium. Yeah, um, <laughs> Actually, strangely enough, that chemical that helps bind the h2o away from the cells they it's say it's one of the reasons why fish smell fishy because all fish have it to help mm. them their bodies you know re- repel the pressure of water but only some of them have it in such a degree that they can go deeper and deeper so and deeper. the real deep ones are real fishy oh they probably smell like absolute shit yeah and we're gonna get to the deeper one right now because after the hadal zone you get to 8,000 plus meters. And at this point, you're at the deepest point that Earth exists beyond a trench. And there are a couple of massive trenches in Earth, not just massive in the point that they're deep, because obviously they are we're talking about it's deep, but actually they're very wide too. And they're wide enough to be uh, you know, a geological phenomenon, the widest of which, as Dylan mentioned, the Mariana Trench, which is the deepest point in the ocean in the world. That's naturally occurring. Is it the Marianas Trench? I thought that too, but I've done a lot no. of research on it. And I've called, I've called it the Marianas Trench for my entire life. And I'm forcing myself to say the correct term, which is the Mariana Trench. I know wow. it's annoying. It's like D'Angelo is the name of the restaurant. That's annoying, right? It's D'Angelo's. But the actual well, company and restaurant's called D'Angelo. When it, when you, when it comes to pluralizing restaurants and grocery stores we can only blame one group of people and that is the greatest generation they love that 19 fucking love 18 to 1935 folks <laughs> love yep. to fucking they just throw call the it market baskets price choppers oh, fucking and stop the, and shops the, the, the beginning the victory the victor oh yeah the hannaford now the hand yeah the uh <laughs> he says they love to say he says instead of he said why are you um, adding S on there? They fucking add S's to everything, So I says, dude. then he says, it's like, you said. Yeah, yeah you said. said. Yeah, exactly. They love that. But it, but definitely, so the Mariana Trench The Mariana thing, Trench is the, the actual the, name. What's the other one you mentioned? Oh, uh, what was it a trench or what? I don't know. You added another one that we fucked up. Uh, D'Angelo. D'Angelo. Yeah, D'Angelo. It's D'Angelo. I call it D'Angelo's. I, that's Me what too. I thought it was called. But yeah. apparently it's called D'Angelo. Yeah, well, it's got to be because that group used to go there and get lunch and say D'Angelo's, and then we picked it up. Yeah, can't you can't uh, you can't filter it all out, Joe? You know, you really can't. Well, now you we know a filter feeding detritus feeder like at the bottom of the ocean. What about Dunkin' Donuts? They fucked that one up too for us. Yeah, they did. They call it Dunkin' now. No, but I was wondering if the, if the that generation called it 
it's actually Dunkin' Donut, and then they call it Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> no, it's definitely called Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Okay, all right. Honeydews? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, yeah, exactly um, right. Yeah, so at this point in, in the Hadel zone, this is where, like I said, all uh, all life should not exist, and you have to have some kind of weird-ass shit here, which is that they basically think that no fish live at this point. All they can find is those amphipods, which are basically like a bug. And mm-hmm. because of the pressure and the world they live in, they can be like giant bugs. They can be like, you know, basically the size of your whole hand worth of a bug. And they're all completely clear, all these animals, because they have no use for blocking light because they've never experienced light in their life. Whenever these scientists discover them is the first time they've ever experienced light. And they don't experience it. It just happens to them. They don't notice. Like if someone puts an x-ray through you, you don't experience an x-ray. You just, it just happens to you. You can't see it. You can't hear it. You can't feel it. It just happens. This yeah. is like what happens when they shine a light on these little bugs. But in a magnificent turn of nature, once again, it finds a way. They found a fish down here in the Marianas Trench. I said it again, Mariana's Trench. Mariana God Trench. Fucking damn it, Joe. It's already you said something brain. so I didn't have to yell at you. Thank you. Uh, it's called the Ethereal Snailfish. And it Whoa. is an actual fish because they captured one and they, and they measured it and it has a vertebrae like a fish does. Home it Depot bucket method with the pump. Yep. They, they pumped it up with the bike yep, pump. That's what they did. Took it to service. Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, when they brought it up, it was dead. Because you can't you can't raise it that far up. <laughs> they caught it alive. They, they didn't ask it. me with the Home Depot bucket. You put it in a Home Depot bucket, fill with water, done add that. a bike valve, pump it up to like 100 psi, probably good enough at that point, and yeah. then uh, yeah, you know, enough, right? yeah, they should have done that. Yeah. Fine, no one asked but it me. No one is talked a miracle to us that they even caught one of these things because even to see one is impossible. They basically dropped down a camera the size of like a wheelchair, and then they just put a bunch wheelchair. of dead good, fish. Good on reference. It. Yeah, they they bolt a bunch of dead fish on it. And then they wait for a fish to show up. Maybe. I mean, there's miles and miles of this shit. So they're lucky if anything ever shows up and they actually caught one of these fucking things. And it really is a fish. It's a fish called the snailfish, they call it. But it shouldn't be able to survive that much pressure, but it has the highest level of that chemical that repels the hydrogen um, and oxygen pressure off of its cells that they've ever found in any fish. And they think that you can't have much more than that and still be alive in your bloodstream, whatever. But yeah, the thing's nuts. Clear skin. It looks like a tadpole. The picture is right up here. But they actually caught one of them. And it proves that even that, in the deepest parts of the ocean, life can still survive. And they think that the Marianas Trench is, uh, Mariana Trench is around 50 million years old, which makes it one of the you know, youngest parts of the planet. And it, it only had 50 million years for animals to evolve and adapt to it, which means there's less time between us and the dinosaurs than the Mariana Trench existing, which means that this fish is that young too. And you have to adapt to this extreme environment, but they do. And they just swim around there. They have eyes, but they can't prove if they work or not. They basically just swim around there their whole lives, just looking for anything to happen. And all these animals that live this deep, they conserve energy like they're running a marathon because it might be they never find food ever. So they kind of just float around until they bump into something and then they go nuts. And much like those fish we talked about earlier, this thing has a hundred teeth in the front of its face. Wow. And then 60 more in its throat. So if it gets you, it just 
tears you down. It's the only food it could ever get. And it, it just swallows you up. And it mostly we think it eats whatever detritus might show up, but mostly these little bugs because it's the only thing it'll ever see in its life. That's it. That's crazy. As you go. Yeah. Um, it, uh, when, when you were referencing, you know, <laughs> dropping a wheelchair down that level with some fish bolted onto it, yeah. um, that chemical that ocean fish, uh, have is, is called TMAO, much like, LMAO, thank you. Much like LMAO. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's called trimethylamine oxide. And in the thing, they don't mention what happens when you smoke it. So I have no idea what happens. If you're wondering. <laughs> uh, well, I'm LMAOing when I see a wheelchair get that deep, but yeah, yeah. Thank, that's exactly the chemical I was talking about. Thank you very much for looking it up for yeah. me. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it. And the only thing deeper than that is the deepest point of the trench, which is called the Challenger Deep, which is a small area of the Mariana Trench, which is actually 11,000 meters, which now we're getting up to the territory of nearly 10 miles deep. And in 1960, the US Navy sent a submersible vehicle down there for the first time that any human being ever got to the deepest point on earth. And two men went down there. So although now we only send robots and cameras down there, well before we had the technology to send cameras down there, two guys did it. No way. There's no fucking way. Human beings have actually been down in the Mariana Trench. They went to the Challenger Deep, which is the deepest point, yeah. You shit me? They sent them down. They barely saw shit because the entire thing is basically like a giant sphere with like a pinhole this big and lights at the bottom. And they reported what they saw, but it was more, it's more like sending a guy into orbit it was just to say, can we do it? Yeah, yeah, that of course. The vehicle is in the Navy a Museum in Washington, D.C. now, yeah. Wow. 1960, they did this. That's when all the cool shit was happening. Yeah, I mean, they're sending a guy into space and a guy to the bottom of the ocean. Within the same decade, they got as far out and as deep as you can go. So we're basically riding on that high until the apocalypse. I think we're never going to beat that. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, ever since then, when they've got to the, to the, uh, the Hadel zone, and even near the Challenger Deep, uh, they, they found, you know, very sparingly any animals. They, they are learning more and more every year. But what they did find there was a plastic bag, which means that the pollution wow. of Earth has even gotten to the deepest point of the ocean. Nice job, humanity. Fucking crushed it. Plastic bag. One, you know, that could be any of our bags. <clears throat> it's not mine. I refuse to take responsibility. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's. In the Pacific, a plastic so bag. probably not my bag. That but... deep in the ocean, they found a plastic bag. It's like, God damn it. Like with the handles on it and stuff, like a fucking shopping bag. Grocery bag, yeah. God wow. damn it. Hey, that's fucked. That was really fucked up. <sighs> anyway, that's all I got. That's as deep as I go. Well, I go deeper. I go about a uh, little bit deeper there. Um, and uh, I'm going to 40,000. 230 feet aka 12,262 meters around the same time 1965 wow. that's that's below the lowest point in the ocean fuck yeah. yep let's yeah a, let's get deep let's get where this is as deep as it gets and so uh and it was opened in 1965 and was active up until 1995 it was officially closed and we're talking about the cola super deep borehole Hell yeah, we are. Crazy hole. And the whole point of this fucking hole is um, that it was 
in competition with another American hole. And oh, a hole competition. Yeah. Much like the space race, it was the depth race. It was the depth race. And I deleted so my... fucking deep. So fucking deep, Stephen Hawking, dude. It's so deep. So um I uh I deleted my uh, word document I was just using forever. And um That's cool. it doesn't matter though, it's all good. It just it, it was an American hole that was the space race of holes between yeah. the Americans and the Russians. Americans did it and they did it off the coast of Mexico and they didn't get fucking deep at all. And really? they bailed because of a lack of funding. So, but the cola deep, super deep borehole didn't fucking stop going deeper into that hole. And they kept going. they kept going. And it's in the Petshigensky district near the Russian border with Norway on the Kola Peninsula. And yeah, this thing, I mean, when you first told me about this, I think it was abandoned in Russia. You first brought this up, but like, sure did. I mean, I, I just, it blew my fucking mind early. It's just craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're it's basically they're as cool. close as you can get to the, uh, the idea of digging the China or like digging to hell. Like this is as close as we've ever. Gotten. Yeah. They call it like hell's hole is what they eventually called it. Um, and they were shooting for like 44,000 feet and they only got to 40,000, like 200, whatever, which is still 22 miles deep. Um, and one of my favorite facts about the coal super deep borehole is that uh, around that depth, they did find a fossil, like a play. It was like a, like a, a fossilized piece of like, uh, I forget, again, my fucking notes are gone, but uh, a fossil of some sort. So as it just, there's a lot that we don't know, you know, like as earth was forming, how is there fossilized material down that deep of like actual I don't organisms? Know. It's very odd. I don't, I mean, obviously a lot of fossils that are that deep, it's because sediment grows over them and then it, pushes them 22 down down. miles it does that's part mean, of like earth's formation was still a red ball i thought you know like well no well, i mean it didn't it doesn't have to form like out like it didn't have to be born then and just form out it formed like this and it crushed together it's like it's like taking a making a snowball is how earth was formed they didn't start and then just start adding stuff to it. it it took all the snow and they crushed it down and down and down until it was so compact it became a solid object but it doesn't mean that the thing survived at 22 miles deep, but it meant it survived pretty fucking deep. And then it got pushed down for yeah. millennia and millennia and millennia, which, I mean, it must have started a long way down if it got that far down because it didn't start at the top. It still wouldn't be there. Well, I'm wondering is that like, we don't really know that. It, what if it did start at the top and that was just a different layer, like 22 maybe, miles maybe of layer? That would have 22 miles of time. layer could have been a billion years ago, you know, like. That's yeah. what the, where the layer was. It's very strange. So, um, uh, yeah, pretty fucking insane. Um, and it was nine inches in diameter. So they did nine inches yeah. down, you know, f- fucking 40,000 feet, uh, which also is known almost as every man's dream. Nine inches wide, 22 40... miles long. There we go. Yeah. Chicks That's love what the that. like, um, yeah, they like a nice skinny long one. All um, all length, no girth. <laughs> yeah, you hit the you hit the back right immediately. It's so fun. Yeah, um, hit hit the skull, and then you can't feel the sides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they always say in uh, in Russia. Um, so they always uh, say that they always say that they can't so stop cliche saying at that. this point. Jim Sokolov fucking says that. Um, and, hit the uh, back, don't hit the sides. <laughs> So, uh, 
pole yeah. vault down a canyon. Penetrate the super deep borehole a third of the way. Um, but can you imagine if it was a little bit wider, though, like two feet, and they greased you up and they just sent you down that thing? And you're falling long. You're falling longer. I mean, you couldn't even jump off Mount Everest. You wouldn't if Mount Everest had a like a diving board. You would fall longer down this borehole. That's how long it would take you. Oh, totally. By by multitudes, not just by like twice as much. It'd be like way more than that. Yeah, Mount Everest isn't even that tall if you look down. It's not. It's twenty six thousand feet. Yeah, I mean, basically. The, this is 40 the earth is like a plus if it was an orange feet. this would be like a bumpy like a bumpy braille orange and you're going like you know a big amount down there it's insane Might yeah but you're not even going a big amount down there the coolest empty borehole is like isn't shit compared to until the, the whole thing the, how deep the fucking earth is yeah. so it does remind me of second hole that i will bring up after this but uh yeah Relatively. it's just insanely deep they stopped digging at forty thousand feet instead of forty four thousand feet they're intended intended whole depth because yeah, um one the drill bit looks a lot like the predator's mouth uh fish that you mentioned oh nice um, yeah, the sarcastic yeah it has that fish. fucking situation the sarcastic fish mouth yeah. is basically what they use to drill down this thing they use that fish mouth and went down um and the temperature started to surpass 600 degrees so it was uh you know destabilizing you're, you're the drill bit to a point where it's not uh like it's just it's not necessarily melting because the boiling point of metal is more but it's becoming soft and unable to drill anymore because it's so yeah. fucking hot that's so, wild though because if you drill down like a certain amount it's so cold that the sun no longer affects it but the deeper you get you get hotter towards gets. the earth's magma core and then it gets hotter yeah it's fucking it's so hotter. Wild. yeah it's totally wild so um yes yeah, so they shut it down and then um shut down. yeah so they found microscopic plankton fossils at uh 3.7 miles down below the surface wow. that's what yeah. i was mentioning pretty fucking nuts so, yeah it must um, be from like ocean currents back you know like fucking half billion years ago and then it just yeah and you think down. Half billion years of sediment 3.7 miles sounds about right yeah right yeah, i guess so. i mean it's not crazy but, so I mean, it must have been a great discovery though after seeing you know a, all rocks all the time to be like there's actually fossils of things that used to be alive down here we're goddamn on the frontier of science right, right about now yeah yeah exactly how and, did they uh, get it up uh well they do it in sections i don't know if you watched uh curse of oak island they put down like yeah i've seen know, that but on oak island they don't sections. go 44 miles in a ground no but they just reverse it and they start pulling up taking those sections out unbolting them unbolting them bolting them um and uh so i I, as mentioned the united states project it was called project mohole not kidding um like mohole m-o-h-l-e and uh yeah and uh it did go through water first um and they fucking it's an easy way to take a shortcut i mean it's a lot easier to get through water uh yeah it's so definitely thrilling. cheating yeah it's totally it fucking is cheating, cheating but yeah, yeah but it's like you could well, say and, it, and, and it fills with fucking water like and i'm sure the other ones do too but if like uh, yeah i'm like, sure at some point you're gonna fill the water no matter what yeah you're like getting the, what they so, call it like the um there's a name for that the the, the water table like most oh Earth yeah yeah has like a section where you just have to go through water because it way that it settles on the planet but yeah yep um yeah so uh that's that's that so right now if you want to go visit it it's my favorite part it's um in like 2000 it's all this there's a big structure there that looked like an oil drilling platform and yeah. uh they just fucking smashed the shit out of it in like 2007 
and, um, and then scrapped as much of it as they could. And now you can go there and it's literally a nine inch diameter fucking plate in the ground. That's it. It's not like it's this big fucking thing. It looks like, um, like when it, if you bolt off, like yeah, a I'll really bring it up again. Pipe. We had it during the other pod, but yeah, it looks it looks like someone like a little like shitty like a, fucking a, plate. Yeah, they, they just drilled like a little, um, like not even a manhole cover, like a gas cap for like natural gas or something. That's all it looks like. It's like this is the most intense hole in human history, and they just yeah. kind of like make sure that no one's. I don't know whether their shoes gonna fall down. They can't fall down it, so I don't yeah. know. What, they're just figuring they maybe don't fuck Nine with the inches. earth. People will start filling it up with like uh vodka bottles and stuff. I guess it I mean it would be irresistible to start throwing shit down there the deepest. You have to throw shit down there. Why did no one do this? Like that has to be why I, they that why they bolted it down because they're like people are just gonna start throwing shit down here. Dude, I could and bring my cordless fossils of Svedka bottles 20,000 years from now. I've seen the whole I could bring my it's not welded shut. I could bring my cordless, and even if it is it's not well, I thought it was bolted shut. It's no? bolted shut, but dude, I have a cordless cobalt. 700 pound feet of torque fucking impact gun i get those bolts off in literally 45 seconds and oh, we can man. start throwing shit down there can you imagine just throwing some glow sticks down there and just putting your head <laughs> and just looking oh my god even be so better satisfying and you even better here at the end of it even better is that you could do the math for forty thousand feet at free fall with gravity falling at 9.8 meters a second you could calculate how long it would actually take something to hit the bottom so let's say that at free fall, 40,000 feet might take you 15 minutes, realistically, yeah. maybe well, less. Well, terminal velocity, it goes the same rate no matter what. Exactly. 9.8 meters a second, um, I think, is in a vacuum. But overall, you're looking around 10 meters a second. I mean, pretty close. I mean, there's probably not a whole lot of wind resistance when you're in. No, the there isn't. Right? Yeah, exactly. So you're looking at probably right on 9.8 meters a second, 40,000 feet. And what I would do is I would take a very large firework with a fuse that <laughs> that lasts that long, get it down there, blow it up at hopefully somewhere around 40,000 feet and listen to what that sounds like. Oh, Everybody right oh now is listening to this podcast. Please fucking listen to people who find giant holes in the earth because they exist. And so then they throw cool. M80s down there. It goes pew, 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 pew. Like they make weird noises. That must sound it's not like it sounds like an explosion. It makes these ridiculous laser sounds. So yeah. if you throw a, a pretty good sized firework down there with a 15 minute fuse and blow yeah. it up, it would be so weird. And it's there's like also that pressure is going to go somewhere. It sounds like that lasers. pressure has to go somewhere. So yeah. it's going to have to come up because yeah. it's got to do something so i probably so, wouldn't lean my ear right onto it because all of no 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 you gotta yeah yeah you just have a couple beers then 15 minutes later hopefully you hear something but oh um it, that ha- it's gonna come up because there's nowhere else for it to go we think the yeah, pressure it's, down it's there is gonna um, go through the wall not happening the least resistance too just this mm-hmm. great tube right up yeah yeah it's that, just fighting air pressure idea. at that point it's a great idea and no one asked us but this is what you should do but this is so, that's why we're here. This is why we're here. Because if you drop the firework M80 at the very least, it's something cool is going to happen. And we're we prying at the know. edges of what should be done and what can be discovered on this podcast. Yeah. And that's a great fucking idea. Take your it's full a- bolt drill, wind that thing up, time your Get those uh, bolts know, off. Uh, two mile long fuse for that M80 and let yeah. it rip. Let it fucking rip. And you know, fuses, we've seen the movies, like all the cartoons, you can't put those fuckers out. No, no, no. Even if you try, they don't even, you can uh, you get ones that are, are, are waterproof as well. So they can, yeah, they well, burn. you have to have waterproof and also sure the terminal velocity down a tube, which I, I imagine is uh, not going to matter, dude. Oxygen, the deeper you get into the hole. 
Yeah, well, I don't think there's a, as much oxygen at the bottom as there is at the uh, the entrance there. As no, but as those, some of those fuses can they they burn phosphorus, so they don't need oxygen. So wow, um, I thought you still needed oxygen to have a, a a flame, even if you have phosphorus and phosphorus like makes it I, easy or whatever. Because they have well, those underwater fuses. Underwater but, but water welders, still has oxygen though, right? Hydrogen well, then you should be good down oxygen. there too, because there should there should still be oxygen down there. Right. No, you're probably. Right. I mean, not. I don't fucking know. But you have, you have sediment. I'm sure that's it can be done. Yeah. People, it's, people do send bombs down very long pipes, and they still go off. So it's so cool. It's like it sounds like Star Wars lasers getting shot out of fucking you know Tie Fighters. It's like a weird sound, and uh, they should do that. Um, so um, that's anyone who goes out that area near Norway. Uh, just buy a cordless impact gun, take them off. You could probably even do it with a ratchet fucking thing. They're they're not yeah, also don't be a pussy. Do it. Go do it. Yeah, go do it. What's gonna happen? What's gonna fucking happen? What's gonna happen? Gonna right now, Russia's so busy right now. They got, they other, got shit other shit going on. They're it's ruining gonna... the world, so why not just go fuck up their borehole? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> you're about to join NATO. You're gonna be protected against all that. Just go do it. Yeah, and do that. Do if you do that, no one's check right now. Literally, no one in Russia is focused on the cold. No one's checking. Borehole. Not even people who are from the Czech Republic aren't checking. They're not checking. No one's fact. I mean, they're checking hard, but they're not checking they're... anything. Yeah. So go go. Oh, please god this this podcast i'm sure it's reached russia already we gotta look at our thing but someone i did look at the thing recently our, our number two and three beyond the united states belgium ireland dude there we go you guys are close so so the belgium and I, belgium and ireland folks Get you guys are a little bit closer to russia than we are yeah, go drop fireworks down the coal cb borehole by a cordless impact gun get it done and if it's welded shut Buy cordless fucking saza. They if you're already now. there, they're like for eighty bucks for a Deutschmark. You know what I mean? Yeah, at least. And if you can't do a two mile long phosphorus fuse, long as you can, as long as you can, we're not asking for the <laughs> as bottom. Can. Just as long as you can, because the sound will go both ways. It'll be weird. It'll no definitely what. sound. You cool. ain't gonna lose. Uh, also, you could do a live the stream. You can lose is GoPro. By not trying. Yeah, live stream GoPro with lights on it. Though you know that'll go down as far as it can go with its signal. There's a, the radio signal coming out of it. It can be done. A lot of things can be done with this we think you should do it so I'm begging you please yep. don't so give up our on this. belgium listeners and our island listeners just fucking make it happen it'll be fucking great so last but not least my next hole is um a theoretical hole that came from a movie that came out well one during the center of the earth is a fucking great movie from the 50s I highly recommend you all watch it. It's great. The dinosaur scene. I'm surprised it didn't come up earlier, honestly. Well, because it, it's so great. I've seen it a thousand times. The dinosaur Basically, scenes, it's your two best movies. Uh, Journey to the Earth and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea are both highly involved in this podcast. So good. And Center of the Earth is is a great goddamn movie. There's a weird chicken scene. And then at the end, they they go to a, you know, a crazy island and there's like dinosaurs because they go to the Center of the Earth and this. Yeah, dinosaurs, but they're just, it's the 50s, Hitler's so they're just there. giant liz- they're lizards that they blew up, well, like, made bigger in the 50s technology. It's just really funny, but it's a good movie anyways, but, um, but, uh, I think that's what it is, because I already think it's just, I thought of this too, where I was going to bring it up. The next movie I'm referencing? Yes. Um, you can guess, yeah. You think I'm wrong? I might be wrong. I, I don't it. know. You could be, but you might not be. You might be I was going to say it's the core uh no no it's not no oh but i that movie was great too that was they had to build a vehicle to drill into the actual center of the earth to restart Mm -hmm. 
the Earth's core because it was no longer spinning, yeah. and yeah. the magnetosphere was dying out. And that I gotta watch uh, that movie again. Aaron Eckhart, and they used uh, a material that we brought up in this podcast before. It's called unobtainium, which is the sci-fi equivalent of "Don't worry, it won't burn up when it gets to the hottest place on the planet, and it's fine." I thought that was what you were gonna say. The core, definitely awesome. I need to watch it again. It's been 20 years since I've seen it. Yeah. So you can take the super deep borehole and you have to multiply that by like a hundred. Like you said, like, you're yeah. And then close. you have they people to walk the down way. there. Yeah. No they're chance. like walking around the outside. I remember it. So yeah, yeah. It's um, not going to happen. No, it's, it's called the movie. China syndrome. China syndrome. I have heard of that. I haven't seen it though. So the China syndrome was about a nuclear power plant in Pennsylvania that uh, had an uncontrolled reaction due to unstabilized uranium or plutonium or whatever it is that wasn't yeah. cooled enough and then the core melted similar to in the future which would be chernobyl yeah where it just melts straight down and you can't stop it you can't stop it can't stop it, it. it's never gonna stop it that, it's the that, best drill ever it takes it's the no best drill fuel. ever it will never stop it doesn't need anything it besides soft. itself it can't stop losing energy. It just goes down forever. And they're saying from Pennsylvania straight down will be China. And all of a sudden wow. you've got this big hole due to a unstabilized nuclear reaction, fission, not fusion. Yep. And um, and that's it. And that, that movie is that's so great. weird because within months of that movie coming out, the Three Mile Island disaster happened in Pennsylvania. That's what I was going to ask you. Same it was based happened. on Three Mile Island. It came out before it happened. Wow. They and it was it. It, the movie was about Pennsylvania nuclear power station. And this happened. And then Three Mile Island happened. The exact same happened. And, and dude, their director must have been but... like, dude, called it. Called yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Fucking right about this fucking one. knew it, dude. Three Mile Island fucking mess. So um, that is the next hole that no one's done yet. And I wouldn't stop them. Just unstabilized I mean, if you really wanted to accomplish to go straight hole, down. You just, you could, you could set that into motion. If you really were a psychopath, like Kim Jong-un should do that, dude. Like just, he doesn't care about the world anyway. Just might as well make a record. Deepest hole ever. Yeah. He's just trying to get on the fucking map, you know, like vision reaction. And then maybe if you, put it in just the right spot it might pop up you know through america you gotta be yourself you know and he's not doing that he's trying to compete with major world powers and say he's one too it's like dude just shut the fuck up stop your bullshit just dig the deepest hole what's wrong with that man he's trying to compete with it's it's like uh being the best at curling if you're not a seven foot tall basketball player then don't try to dunk well, and exactly. And you're coming late to the game, bro. Like if you want to be, it's like right now, beat me being like, I'm going to decide right now. I'm going to, I'm going to pick a goal that's completely not realistic and, and actually impossible and not happening. And yeah. then, and then devote my whole life to it and say, I'm respectable because I'm an NBA player. It's like, dude, no, like that's just crazy. do your own thing. I mean, man. Find and your lane. Be like, if the guy he wants to be the most if he's amount of listen- nickels. What? Peter Griffin. Try to swallow the most nickels. Find your world record that no one else is going to try. That's it. Like the yeah. biggest pancake or the deepest hole. Yeah. So if he wants to get on the map, like authentically and respectable, like we'll have a world conference for him. Not anymore. I hope he fucking gets his head blown off, but yeah, he's he way worse than that. But if he didn't already commit uh, all the worst crimes in the entire world, um, be like, dude, just do something fucking weird, man. Dig the deepest hole ever. Deepest and then we, then we'll, 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 we'll come to your country or vice versa and have a big award ceremony and you get fame and fortune. And instead of yeah, being like, I have, I have a there. nuclear, I have an ICBM that can go fucking hunt 230 miles into the Pacific ocean and scare people. It's like one yeah. 
It's not shit. You're not fucking shit. Yeah, Two. do you want to have the, you know, the 50th worst nuclear program or the number one best hole? That's exactly what I'm saying. And it's that's a no-brainer at that point. That should be the fucking start of this podcast right there. That is the best quote that we've heard from Jim Sokolov all fucking day. And all Jim. <laughs> all Jim. I can't believe you stole that from him. Um, but uh <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, that's it. that's yeah. hey guys, that's holes in the ocean. <laughs> that's it. That, that's the deep. I'm gonna call this one. I think because it gets deeper. Yeah, yeah that's the deep. Or you can just call this. Recording in progress. There we are, official finally. Thank you, Stephen Hawking and DJBP. Final thoughts. There we go. Kicking off final thoughts section. You want to go first? You want Joe's to go? favorite part of the podcast. I, it's my favorite part. Fucking, fucking so love this part. Though. Fucking hot. Favorite part. So fuck yeah, dude. Fucking shit. Fuck yeah. Um, so um, I always find podcasts and people who do the like girl noises like, oh yeah, and fuck yeah, and all those like moaning really funny. I just don't have it in me. Um, but that's a good time for that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, final thoughts, man, dude, people, I just, I, I can't express my enthusiasm for uh, really deep holes. Um same here in a way that i can even convey over a podcast i I just can't believe how deep some holes are and how deep some things are it's Um, hypnotic really yeah it's it's captivating hypnotic unexplored um so deep like it's so deep dude like fucking deep every time Ah. i i i there we go yeah every time i like kayak over a shipwreck or something that's only like 30 feet deeper than me. It's terrifying. You know, like the it's true scale of the depth beneath the you, depth yeah. and then things down there, everything deep. It's unnatural for creepy. humans to think about. You shouldn't, we're born to be like ground, maybe tree is as high as it gets to be looked down mm. that far. It just, it just feels uncomfortable. Yeah, it's crazy. And like an airplane looking down doesn't really freak out because it looks like a thing, but like, you know, it looks like an image or whatever. It's it, because when you hit the bottom of an airplane, it's, it's where you're from but then when you go below that it's all uncharted territory yeah and it's scary and there's like no safety is fucked like it's bad i mean go watch u571 when they have to evade uh, uh, depth charges yeah um and for those who know those are they're they're uh literally um barrels that you'd originally put dead bodies in they would put explosives in um so it would sink far enough to explode but those they'd have a a a, uh barometer which is used to measure pressure Pressure. think uh hooked up to some sort of a fuse so when it hits a certain depth which would be the uh average or max they set it on the on the 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 thing that shoots depth charges off the side of the boats yeah so they can guess so they can guess where the submarine is so it can blow up the submarine um so in the movie U571, it's about Matthew McConaughey, who's a uh, famous uh, 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 naval dude who runs a 
British or American submarine. They submarines take keep over. Getting, keep getting deeper. I stay in the same age. Yes, they do. That is, yes, that's did. a quote from him right there. And they, they take over a German U-boat, P571. And then they go down depths while they're getting depth charged. It's fucking crazy. But um, the pressure, that's the best movie I can think of right now, besides probably DOS boot and fucking K-19 and whatever. All these other summary movies where the Hunt whole for Red starts. October, another great Hunt one. for October, yeah. Famous German, uh, uh, <laughs> another famous German um, uh, fucking um, Sean Connery. Yeah, famous that one, German. That one's Russian. Sorry. Uh, Hunt for October? Oh, yes, it is. I'm but from yes. Russia. Sorry, I'm I from got confused. Scotland, Russia. Yeah, yeah. I got confused for a second. Uh, yes, love that. But he, plays a, he plays a Russian, which is my favorite. Yeah. He's not the all. most Scottish Russian of all time. Scottish fucking guy of all time. Um, and uh, the hole is coming in like, it's like it's getting hit with a bat. That's how they're at a depth where the hole of the U, of the U-boat uh, can't withstand the water pressure. So that's just water pressure. It's just, it's crazy. Holes it's are so water. crazy. Deep holes. The deep ocean is insane. All those fish, all that fucking TMAO going on. Wild. Yeah. yeah it's it's final great. thoughts. I just can't, I can't even express how, uh, how amazed and impressed, how impressed I am at, at the level of deep the Marianas Trench is in the Cola so Super Deep Water Hole. I'm in very impressed. It's like this podcast. It's so deep, dude. So deep, and it's so impressive. And it's we're actually an international podcast. It's called the Dylan Joe Basement International Basement Podcast now because we have listeners in Ireland and Bulgaria or something. Belgium. So yeah, Belgium, and uh, that's really something. It really is, and I don't have a whole lot to more to say. But my final thoughts are very similar. Seconding everything you say is always well put, man. Just fucking Thanks. perfect. Uh, I did forget Eloquent. to mention that in the Challenger Deep, which is the deepest part, uh, the equivalent of the pressure would be um, 1,800 elephants stacked on top of your head. So that's, that seems heavy to me. How much PSI is that for a home dealer bucket to handle? Um, I'm not sure how much that is. <laughs> but David Attenborough said it was close to uh, one ton on top of your fingernail, which seems like that's a lot of pressure. So one ton is how many thousands of pounds? I think it's 2,000. So 2,000 PSI. Let's just round up to 2,500 PSI. It's, it's more than that, though. Okay, 3,000 PSI. Pounds per square inch, though. Like, think about it. Like, you yeah. could have well, 100 think, pounds if, per square inch well, is a lot more if, than if, 100 if, pounds if, of bricks on you. Yeah, so if your head is like, what, like, I don't know, 20 square inches, and there's 1,800 elephants, that's... 1800 times 2000 pounds per just look up the psi of the challenger deep and you'll get it right there and i'll give you a little a sneak preview i'm ready it's so deep wow it's so deep so deep um yeah and I, and I just like like you said i love the idea the depth of the ocean because something about looking up at space fascinates me i'm so much more interested in it i've never really been that much into the ocean I, I mean, I love being at the beach. I like being on boats. It's all cool. But something about diving down, it, it's just so terrifying to me. And it, it's not as beautiful. It's more scary to me. It's like, it feels like being in a cave where I'm so much more interested in like what goes on in like the depth of the universe rather than the depth of the ocean. And some people are just much more drawn to that. Even in video games, when there's water levels where you have to hold your breath, it's just terrifying me. I don't enjoy it. I just, I just hate it. I'm trapped in a cave in the water. I'm just terrified and anxious and sucks. But doesn't yeah. mean I'm not fascinated with it. I'm not fascinated. I mean, I'm not 
happy about climbing the Dyatlov Pass, but I still think it's fascinating. I want to learn about it. It's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the difference between looking at that and the stars we talked about recently that you can look at Polaris and it's 400 light years away. You can see it clear as day. But if you want to look 400 feet, feet, not light years below the water, you need a fucking submarine. So yeah, it's a whole fucking other submarine there. Yeah. And, and probably all of uh, our species has a similar thought because oceans account for 70% of the earth's surface. Right. But just 5% of the oceans have been explored and charted. Right. So most of the planet is ocean, but most of the ocean hasn't been explored. Hasn't been shit. Yet we know about yeah. distant galaxies. We've actually, as of last month, have captured a picture of the supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way galaxy, which is light years away and is the size of multiple solar systems all combined. We can see that, chart it, figure that all out with the, all the cosmic peril out there, all the insane science it takes to do that. But we barely know anything about the deep. And it's right here. It's crazy. And just make sure that you know that Joe said black hole, not blue hole. They're different. They're different. That's it, guys. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of uh, probably not holes. That's all we know right now. I, mean, I wouldn't put it past us, but it's probably not going to be holes again. Probably not going to be holes. So we love you guys. Have fun in Belgium and uh, Ireland and wherever else you guys are listening from. It's a basement podcast. <laughs> it's a basement podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Man. We'll see you in Davy Jones' locker, you scurvy shit mates. Seven. Twenty-seven, hey, twenty-seven, thirty-seven. What do you say? Yeah, all right, cool. So we're I'm not doing that. Um, that sounds completely pointless, and I'll just be in pain for the rest of my life. And I'd rather <laughs> whole arsenal of rifles that they shoot at the birds with. So save them to save the birds so if someone's <laughs> entire job in butt montana is to literally shoot at birds to save them or her or dirty dan's dark blue hole or whatever that was called pinhead larry's pinhead larry's blue hole blue hole meaning water hole alien objects in your rectum yes <laughs> so like any er doctor like, <laughs> yeah. no yeah, this is just go, the deep people ocean. are st- shoving shit up their ass and they're bored. It's just what's going on. I don't know what leads to that, but that's exactly it. The, the Butt Montana hole, uh, called the Berkeley Pit, doesn't it's not called the Butte Hole. <laughs> it it and they really called, fucked up. It should be called yeah. the Butte Hole. The Butte Hole in Butte Montana. Super deep hole. Super deep blue hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not as big as Jim Sokolov one. Barry Feinstein. Yeah. Wow. Those guys. Yeah, yeah. Always coming together. I can't wait till Morgan and Morgan. <laughs> That's exactly what it's going to fucking say. Because he represents more territory than Barry Sokolov and Jim. Sorry. God damn it. It always makes I'm me gonna, think I'm of going uh, my cousin jail. Vinny. I'm, I'm going to jail. The guy who's stuttering the whole time. My client. Like, oh, fuck. We're going to take the because you can't choose them. They just are that. It's so funny. It's just so funny. <laughs> Jail fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Jail up.
What? <laughs> no, I can hear it. I just am like really bad. Oh, it's fill up. Fill up. Fill up my blue hole, daddy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That That's what probably a lot of the oil workers at the Z44 <laughs> Chival Well are thinking about right now. Basement podcast. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, DJ BP and a special guest, Stephen Hawking, sulfuric acid. That hole and butt got fucked, huh? That hole and butt got fucked so hard because of this. So, um, this podcast is so cool. Dude. So it's <laughs> it's a mile. This podcast is so cool, and I hope you guys... And we want to thank everybody who listens to this podcast because... We love all you listeners. We couldn't do it without you guys. Thanks for listening right now, talking about buttholes right now in Montana. Yeah, with an E. But, yeah, with an E. Two T's and an E is that I choose who's the boss, not someone else. And who's the so, boss? Tony Danza. Put it on the pod. <laughs>